Hello, I'm Drake Amendola. I'm Phil Romano. And you're listening to Here's Here's Looking at You, Kid. kid. Now, Phil, usually it's just us sitting here. We watch Yul Brenner movies. Well, we we look at Yul Brenner movies, of course. The sound is off. (laughs) Yes. No captions. It's a very thin premise for a podcast. We just want to look at Yul. And today we have a special guest. We do have a special guest. We have had guests in the past. That's right. Carrie, my girlfriend, has been on. Yes. Um... Taylor, who sometimes listens to part sometimes. of the podcast until we've mentioned. Right, so bye, Taylor. Yeah, um, and we have a guest today as well. We have Academy Award winner Ron Howard. Ron, here. welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Good to be here. Thank you for coming. <laughs> now, uh, usually we start asking about someone's history with Yul Brenner films. Right. Yours is pretty integral to your whole story. Your journey kind of began with the journey that yeah. we were discussing today. Well, yeah. We should Which, begin the film. Yeah, okay. so we're going to start the, the movie. So if you're watching along... Three, starting... two, one, play. Great. I actually finally watched the movie. Because I, you know, I may, maybe I saw it when I was five years old. Right. I don't know. I did it when I was four. came out when I was five. And, uh, and I, but I've never really watched it. It, and it, it would occasionally show up in the syndicated, and it was not a big hit movie. Sure, sure. It, it was, uh, you know, pretty well regarded, but I, it wasn't a big hit. And um, and I went back and watched it uh, like about two months ago. Oh. Good, good yeah. movie. Hold yeah, I enjoy. I'm excited to watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. If, we're not going to get the full experience, right? Um, okay, getting some, some yeah. information. Takes place uh, during. Uh, the Austro-Hungarian conflict. Is it a war conflict? I, well, yeah. So in, the movie was made, shot in 1958. Right. In 19... So it was, this is a really a ripped from the headlines movie. Yeah. In 1956 was this brutal uh, takeover of, of Hungary. Hmm. Um, and it was, this was the Iron Curtain slamming down. Uh, and, uh, um, and so Yul Brynner plays a, a Russian commander who's in charge of, the, of this border crossing but in reality the history of this moment of of time um was uh uh you know is, is incredibly powerful very very dramatic uh and the whole world watched because the united states kind of let it happen as, they, as they've done before, uh, and, uh, they kind of let it happen, and so in Hungary, there's a you know there's a sense of of um, of hurt uh, around the fact that there was sort of a threshold moment where maybe the United States could have intervened in some way, hmm. uh, and the West in general, yeah, uh, and uh, and they they allowed the Soviet Union to continue its expansion with real um, brutality. Now, years later, I made. Um, the, the one of their Dan Brown, Tom Hanks movies yes. uh, in Budapest. And it was really, really interesting because this was shot in Vienna. Okay. Right. Uh, and of course, you couldn't, you, you, they couldn't have gone to Budapest at that time. Right. So, sure, sure. so now I'm in Budapest and I'm talking to a lot of crew members whose parents and grandparents were around during this time and just talked about mm. how brutal it was and how many people were taken away to camps and imprisoned and questioned and tortured and so it was it wasn't just a political thing there i am (laughs) taking a nap taking a nap in the opening shot yeah (laughs) now so how much of this were you aware of at the time when none (laughs) (laughs) but what it had was a lot of cool tanks yeah around and, and people with uh with machine guns 
Uh, and so for me, my introduction to the business uh, it was uh, remarkable in as much as it was, it was like stepping into another world. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, meanwhile, I will say that Vienna, the, you know, there was, there was post-World War II wreckage still right. very much in evidence. So everybody involved in this film, you know, the war was only 11 years, well, 17 years old when we were making, the, you know, sure. the, this film. And um, so that's less time than 9-11. So it was very vivid in everybody's mind. I had no idea um, about that. But it was, you know, it was a fascinating experience. And in a second here, you're going to see my father. Oh. Uh, um, he was yeah. actually, I think, kind of in the opening, one of the opening shots of the movie. Um, he plays a, one of the Russian guards. Okay, uh, and- I was going to say, am I, am I correct to believe uh, we went, was this your family's first time traveling to Europe? Europe. Yes. So here's the story. My dad was an actor. He and my mom met. Um, by the way, I see you have our book, The Boys, that yes. my brother <laughs> the boys. and I wrote. We tell quite, I tell quite a bit about the journey um, and, 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 a, and a lot about my parents their romance, which is kind of cool, their journey. and and um, the, you know, and they're sort of running away to get married while they're a- acting in a children's theater troupe that's oh. traveling the country and that sort of thing. <laughs> so, my dad started making a living, really right off the farm, basically, uh, not not a superstar living, but a living here in New York, working actor, working actor, and uh, uh, and then um, the uh, Korean War happened, and he was about to be drafted. So in, instead of being drafted, he did what a lot of people did, which is enlist, which became a four-year commitment, but you had a little more control over what your future might be. Right. And he managed to get into special services, which took him out of the business just as his career was starting to take off, and he always mm-hmm. resented that a little bit. But it did give him sort of four years of this amazing experience where he directed a lot of theater and essentially was kind of entertaining the troops at the bases and things like that. So that was his that was his life. He came out of that and went back to work and started getting work again. And um, what actors had to do in New York at that time was the thing called making the rounds, which was you walked from casting director to casting director and just showed up hoping that they might have something. There may be an audition brewing for a play or a movie or a TV show. Live TV was a big thing Mm -hmm, here then. And uh, my dad had been directing also in the summers a lot of theater, summer stock. And he had noticed that I had started picking up the dialogue and mimicking it. And so we had a scene from the play Mr. Roberts, which uh, Henry Fonda and Jack Lemmon did the movie, but it had been an important successful show and my dad had toured in the in the in the touring company of it uh with henry fonda in the cast in the cast and so but now he was directing it and i was picking up on some of the dialogue and he thought that was funny so we did a scene between henry fonda and jack lemon (laughs) only i played the jack lemon part and uh years old three yeah yeah. (laughs) and people thought it was adorable and i actually remember doing it like in people's living rooms and stuff just for fun and i remember oh the grown-ups are laughing at me yeah in a good way nothing nothing feels better than oh they're paying attention to me and it's good attention that's right it was it was great so this is kind of a long story however it has everything to do with me being in this movie um what he was making the rounds and he went into the mgm offices this is an MGM movie, mm-hmm. and knew the casting director, but it was swarming with kids. 
little, little kids. And so he couldn't get in to see the casting director, so he left a note. He said, uh, trying to be, mem- you know, kind of to say something quippy so that casting director might remember him. He said, Rance Howard, stop by, curious if there's anything going on I'd be right for. By the way, I have a son who's a fine actor. So, and he left his number, of course, and they called and said, well, you know, why don't you bring your son in? So I went in and I did the scene for Mr. Roberts. I don't remember this at all. And they liked that. And apparently they said, ask him, do you think he can do anything else? And I really don't have any idea, uh, but let's see. So they got some sides. And um, this is not a part with a lot of dialogue, but there was some dialogue in it. And um, uh, we went in and did it. And apparently they liked that. I still have no memory of that. Then they said, well, we better do a screen test just to see how he reacts to cameras and crew and all that. He's only, you know, I was still three this yeah, time. Yeah. And okay, so so now we're getting ready for this. And this part I do remember because in our apartment in Queens, my dad got his friend. Queens represent? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. To come over and we, we put a bucket, my, my, my sand bucket pail, you know, mm-hmm. for the park on a string on, on a broomstick and he held it over, and he would, like, shake it while we were doing the line <laughs> so that I wouldn't look at it. Uh, and then my mom had a box of cereal or a shoebox or something that she was kind of pretending was a camera. <laughs> so she was getting oh, in my face. It was a little bit like uh, Tiger Woods' dad yelling in his backswing uh, when he was practicing. But, uh, but this was just to get me to only look at the other actor and sure. zone out all this scene, other stuff yeah. and be in the scene. So I do remember that rehearsal, and I do remember just a little bit of um, of the of the of the screen test, just a little, but I just remember not being nervous or anything, you know. And 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 I got a part, and um, and they said, well, we'll bring you'll bring you over, Rance. You can play a small part as well, and 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 that way, Gene, and there I am, with flip marks, just played my older brother. Uh, the um, stylish outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've got a lot. I got a few pictures of that around the house. Yeah. My, my, Cheryl, my wife, likes that outfit. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, they felt like, wow, do we want our kid to be a kid actor? Sure. Probably not. But they'll pay your way over. <laughs> they'll let me, Jean, my mom, go along as the guardian for Ronnie. Sure. We'll put his money in the bank for start a college fund, and it's our only chance ever, probably, to to go to Europe. I mean, we're broke. How would we ever get to Europe? And um, so they decided to take the leap. And the thing that I do remember, but that they recognized, was that I thought it was a hoot. I just thought it was a blast. And part of it was Yul Brenner. Well, great, because he's the man we're here to talk <laughs> sure about. Uh-huh. So, you Brenner obviously has this mystique around him. He's got that stern gaze. Mm. He's just got an air of mystery around him. It, in real life, we don't know much about his personal history. He kind of gave different answers as to where he was born, his history. Right. He's kind of an enigma. Mm-hmm. You Hard might be choice. able to shed some light on well, this. I, I, I... Probably can't because I've read the same accounts you have. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, his daughter did give me some great photographs uh, oh, that the he took. Oh, because he's a tremendous, tremendous photographer. Oh, uh, and yes, he's got photography books. I believe. Oh, yes, 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 yes. In fact, yes. get them and put them on. You know, yeah. Because I mean, he was a real artist, and he and he sort of, you know, he recorded 
but they're not just snapshots. I mean, he's a really good photographer, mm. and uh, so they're really worth looking at. But um, but so I don't know anything really, uh, you know, about him. Uh, but what I remember is not Stern. What I remember is that there were about seven different languages being spoken on that film by the crew. It was a very international crew, and there and and actors as well. French, Spanish, um, German, Russian, English, all being spoken. He spoke every language. The script supervisor spoke every language. Wow. And I remember the two of them joking around, like changing languages on each other and kind of having fun with it. But but uh, Brenner spoke all those languages. Um, and um, the the thing that I remember the most is one... Scene, and I, I wrote about it in the book. So this is the scene I think you were you were wanting yeah, to we, talk about. Yeah, we talked a bit before before we recorded. Um, it's a scene where he gathers around all of these 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 people who are being um, detained because they might may or may not have the correct papers to have access out of. I think sure. they're trying to get out of Hungary. Sure. And but what they really are is they're really looking for Jason Robards, uh, who is a spy, and he's trying to get out. They'd like to find him, and so they're detaining everybody. And and so there's this scene um, around a table where he's basically introducing himself, and he's got vodka, right? And he's pouring himself shots and taking a couple of shots during the course of the scene, and saying, you know, this should be nothing. I'm sure it's no problem, but he's also intimidating everybody. And I was in the scene. Everybody you know who was on that bus is is and who's going to be detained is sitting in this room. All these great actors, you know, um, E.G. Marshall and Jason Robards, and uh, I mean, it just goes uh, David Morley. It goes on and on. But he takes the shot, and then the second shot, he bites the glass. So, like, this is, he's really a mofo. You know, I mean, it's like, it, that's as badass a thing as you can do, yeah, is take yeah. a shot and eat the glass, yeah. right? And and so he's just letting people know he's no soft touch. And he does that, and he must have seen my eyes just kind of bug out of my head, because as soon as we were over, he said, Ronnie, Ronnie, come over here. He's, he, I, I remember sitting on his knee, right here. He says, this is sugar. This is not real glass. Don't I want to taste this. It. Taste it. Don't, and he, he made me lick it. And it, and I remember licking it. Right now as I'm telling you, I can vividly recall licking this little glass. Yeah. And he said, you would never bite glass. Never. <laughs> this is a prop. It's, yeah. He said it like four times just to make sure that yeah. it got through. And uh, you know what? I have never, I've never, I've never eaten a shot glass. No, that's good. No, yeah. and you never know, eat glass. Just eat pure sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you've brought up the book, The Boys, your book with your brother Clint, <laughs> uh, which people can now buy in paperback and audiobook, uh, yes, hardcover. Yes. Harper, now, Co- Harper Collins. Harper Collins. Yeah. Now we refer to ourselves as the boys when yes. we make this podcast. Uh-huh. What I want to know is, you guys obviously had the name first. Is there room enough in this town for four of the boys? Well, there's a whole TV show called The Boys. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, there's a lot of... That's the true. Boys, it, none of us invented The Boys. That's true. So, none okay, of us, so we, we can all we share all, comfortable. We, none of us can well, maybe, maybe I have yeah. to go out, uh, go ask Amazon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
But my it's what my mom used to call my brother and I. Okay. Bring bring the boys over here. (laughs) Time to eat. uh, Not to go back too much on topic, but um, did you stay in touch with UO after this? No, never, never, ever saw him again. You know, would admire him in movies. Thought Westworld was incredible, but do not think we ever uh, cross paths um, again. And uh, which, which again. You know, I had really fond memories of him. It would have been sure, a blast sure. to uh, yeah. to see him. But I also remember him. You know, like we had this um, we had this midway party. I think it was like halfway through the production, or it might have been a rap party. And it was it was on the freaking Danube. I mean, it was this cool <laughs> thing. And yeah. and uh, and and he and just the way he kind of naturally held court. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but it was he, it, you never. I never felt like he was strutting around or you know mm-hmm. now deborah carr stars in this and of course this is this is after the king and i yeah yes. so this there was i'm sure end. they were as a studio very disappointed that this wasn't a big blockbuster because it, they had the the the, the, the reunion, the, the reunion yeah. from the from the king and i but a very different tone obviously sure. i have really no memories of deborah carr not that she wasn't nice i just didn't have any scenes with her and you know sure. and uh um but uh ann jackson was played my mom and E.G. Marshall, great character actor, played my dad, and Eli Wallach, the famous character actor, was was uh, married to Ann Jackson, and he was around all the time because uh, he, he he wanted to hang out in Vienna. Also. Now, sure. at this age, did you recognize any of these people from yeah. films you'd seen, no, or was it I, just like, oh, here are these grown ups, we're yeah, all having I, a laugh? I, the only movie I'd ever seen at that point was a B western that my dad had been in, where he played a bad guy. He actually had to go AWOL from the Air Force for two weeks. <laughs> he must have been a pretty good guy because everybody just looked the other way, so he could yeah. go play the bad guy in this western uh, called Frontier Woman. And we, I remember going to the drive-in movie and seeing it, mm. and seeing him get shot and sort of fall over the banister like they always do in the B westerns. Like, why would you get shot and fall forward? <laughs> sure, sure. To go over the banister, but they always did, and so did yeah. he. Uh, and uh, after this movie wrapped, we did the thing, which was the reason that all my parents wanted to do the project, which was we 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 got to see some of Europe. So I remember uh, going to Venice. We went to Paris. Uh, and went to London, and that's where I remember seeing my first real movie, which was in London, a big screen version, um, prob- probably the Leicester Square Cinema, uh, and uh, and it was uh, around the world in eighty days. And I remember thinking wow. oh, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was more like a movie that a, that yeah. a four year old <laughs> yeah. would enjoy. But I yeah. but I don't I don't ever remember seeing the journey. Even I, I'm sure oh, I must have. I'm, I'm sure we must have gone. Sure. Yeah. So was it weird seeing a movie that? Neither you nor your father were in. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was. I, I I thought around the world in eighty days was the greatest. I think when we got home, I asked him if we could see it again. <laughs> uh, but right before we flew to make this movie, here's the resistance. Uh, this is a good movie. It's it's it. Well, a great director, Anatole Litvak. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an Oscar winning um, director um, himself, and and our. I remember him with his accent, and it, it, there were a lot of accents on a lot of languages being spoken, as I said. But um, right before we left to go do this, like literally, my birthday is March first. I think yeah, that's f- my mom's birthday. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my daughter Bryce is March second, uh, so oh, we're nice. all bundled up there. Uh, but um, we went to see Little Abner on Broadway, 
which was a hit musical. There I am. Uh, and uh, very excited. Uh, uh, oh, so many ducks. Well, look, look <laughs> at tanks, the tanks, yeah. ducks, tanks. <laughs> they gave me these toys I could play with. I mean, it was a it was a blast. Um, the whole pretend thing was something I seemed to really understand. And I, I think a lot of to, kids naturally get that. Yeah, and it, the whole that everybody was pretending. Yeah, yeah, was kind of. And again, my dad was a great, oh, a great acting coach. You know, he never did it for other people. But he would have been incredible because he just knew how to simplify the real fundamentals of, a, of film acting. It's, and so it wasn't just child performing. Yeah. It was actually understanding the scene and being a part of it. Well, and that's mean, the way I felt. And in, in the story told, I feel like a big part of it that maybe is an issue sometimes with child actors is tuning out all the cameras and the lights. And, the, and I think having that be one of the fundamentals probably yeah. was a great... I've, I was, I think, from that early, yeah. you know, uh, broomstick and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. and string in a bucket. You yeah. ever audition an actor and they're distracted and you're like, they wouldn't have cut it <laughs> in my queen's apartment. <laughs> my dad would, have, dad would have taken care of this problem long before he got to this office. Right, yeah. Uh, but it was also fun because this actor, Flip Marks, was a kid, a couple of years older than I was. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, we were all around. And you can see I didn't have that much to do. So it was... Uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good experience. Yeah, yeah. Later, I directed Jason Robards. Jason Robards was already a renowned stage actor before he mm-hmm. did this movie. And this movie says introducing Jason Robards Jr. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, and so later, I directed um, uh, Jason in Parenthood. Uh, and uh, and and I said, well, I guess uh, uh, we were, we we were both in the had our first movies uh, together. <laughs> Which he remembered. Yeah. Which, uh, which tickled well, me. Well, this leads me to a question, which is, on on the internet, you have another movie listed, uh, uncredited, prior to the journey. That's, that's Frontier Woman. Okay. Because I was oh, okay. in it. Okay, you were in it. Well, they needed a baby to cry. Oh, okay. So you're scene. like a small baby in this I'm a, film. I'm a, I'm, so I was, you know, two, 18 months old okay. or something uh-huh. like that. And, and I guess I were... So they gave me a like a toy tomahawk or something like that <laughs> to play with, and then rolled the cameras and took it away, and that made me cry. Oh, oh. Uh, and hey, so that the director got what he wanted, the son of a bitch. <laughs> Didn't give you credit for that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I wasn't paid. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't count it because there was no paycheck. Yeah, yeah. This is why people are striking. <laughs> yeah, but More uh, rights for babies. Rights uh. for babies. <laughs> we believe all babies should have rights. <laughs> So anyway, it's, it's, so those are those are kind of my memories of Yul Brenner, except that of course he was a very charismatic and constant um, uh, presence. But I don't remember him as a somber guy. I remember him as gregarious, relaxed, and cool. Sounds like life of the party, kind of. Well, not but... that. Not like I'm. Not not, not <laughs> like, like he's a reserved. Performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah but just relaxed. Okay. You know, think yeah. Clooney. Okay. <laughs> You know, I kind of think he was just really comfortable in his own yeah. skin, you know. Right. We often talk a lot about things that are tangentially related to what we're doing Correct. and have uh, a topic or a game. I do have a game I'd like to play. Um, it's called Journey vs. Journey. Are you a fan if of you're... rock and roll music and or classic science fiction novels? <laughs> I, I have appreciation for both. Okay. But not yeah. a deep well of knowledge that probably works I think that's the ideal <laughs> well you brought up Around the World in 80 Days uh, yes. based on a Jules Verne novel yes. so yes. very related uh, this is uh, it's going to say some titles and you have to guess whether it is the title of a song by the classic rock band Journey or a chapter title from the classic novel Journey to the Center of the Earth by oh, Jules Verne okay okay 
Um, yeah, there are a few easy. I mean, some are easy, some are hard. We'll start with an easy one. A guide found to the center of the earth. <laughs> That's a song. I know it is. I know they went for it. No? Uh, so, oh, so close. Actually, it's oh, actually God. a chapter. I, to me, I, I saw that movie you, and I kind of thought there was a thing where... Yeah. You, can, you, can, you can get back on track. I remember yeah, 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 movie, yeah. but I just remember rock and roll chords with it. No? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, so, some, of, some of the chapter titles... Um, well, this might have been the scene I was oh. talking about, by the way. Let's see if he eats a... Oh, oh, the shot glass. See that wheelo? Oh, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. Yeah. I I got to play with the wheelo. See, there he is dealing with me. Yeah. I don't know if this is the shot glass scene or not, but... Oh, I remember this. Stamping. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see any glasses on the table. No, Mm -hmm. no. I don't think this is the shot glass scene. I think that comes up soon. And this, I believe, is the first time we're seeing Yule in the picture. Yes. Uh, Yes. He did not get top billing. Deborah Kerr did. She was a huge... Star globally, and yeah. probably a bigger star than Yul Brynner yeah. at that point. Especially well, at this think... point. Well, this is still only a few years into Yule's career on film. He did yeah. a lot of them Fast and Furious. Like he was in there's... like eight movies his first three years. Well, yeah, there's seven. Thinking. He did seven films in between 1959 yeah. and 1960. That's two years. But, but I'll tell you, one of my years. early memories is yeah. Taurus frickin' Bulba. I love that movie. That is a great tar- Taurus Bulba. You got to see that. I don't think we've seen that. Oh yet. my no, God! Yeah, yeah. Oh, he plays so we've a been Cossack, watching them man. in chronological yeah. order. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think this is our sixth or seventh. With Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Oh, oh right man. After. Yeah. Mm. Phil, what other journey? Yeah, we'll go through something. Yeah, let's go through Vertical these descent. Vertical descent. Some of these are okay. a little tricky. That could be tricky. I'm now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna game this one because I don't oh, really yeah. know. Sure. And obviously, somebody would say vertical descent. In Journey to the Center of the Earth, mm-hmm. but could a songwriter also find that an interesting a lyric? I it think sounds, so. It sounds like a cool song title. I'm gonna go. Because... I'm gonna go with a, a lyric or a title. Unfortunately, that is also oh, a chapter. It is also oh, a chapter. Damn, right. see, the reality is, I have no clue, guys. But hey, let's keep playing. That's I mean, fine. That's yeah. fine. Uh, well, so to follow Vertical Descent, we've After the Fall. Well, that's this a song. Is... That's got to be a song. That one is a song. Okay. okay. I little, actually thought maybe something happened. <laughs> well, I could say, so. after the fall, yeah. we'll, <laughs> someone help fix his leg. It sounds like a musical theater song, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of, I wonder if it's a musical of See, they have a lot of, a lot of slow camera moves to try to mm-hmm. figure out who might be, you know, they're setting up red herrings here. Sure. And sure, does sure. the viewer already have this information or is it a... Pretty much because you've seen Jason Robards sweating like a pig. Right, dying. right. He's obviously got a, He seems to be shot or something. Deborah Carr's looking after him. But I think what is going to happen here is there's a, a little chemistry between Ewell Brenner and Deborah Carr. Oh. Um, yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little chemistry <laughs> yeah. between those characters. Um, this was a French guy who was kind of a ventriloquist. He was fun. Oh, did he utilize that in the film? Uh, he used to do you it with me. You that? <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> um, okay. Okay. Let's, let me keep failing at this quiz. <laughs> you, you got the last one. City of Hope. City of Hope. City of Hope. That that sounds like it could be both, too. <laughs> it could be both. I'm going to go with the song. I think song. That is a song. Okay. Yeah. See, oh, I remember this. See how you could do this? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, that is a terrifying toy. Oh, I saw that and I was like, that's so much fun. (laughs) That looks like, um... There's a little puppet. He could take the ball and... Hello, there's how a, are you? What's it called? Uh, an automaton, have you heard of this? Oh, no, it's a musical, no. inst- it's like an electronic musical instrument. 
it kind of looks like that, but with a neck, it looks like a big music note. Oh. And you squeeze it, and it makes, like, makes, makes sound. It kind of uh, similar to that. All right, a real challenge. Okay. Well said, Olmo. Canst thou work in the ground so fast? <laughs> well, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take a wild guess here. Yeah, yeah. And and just right. say that probably the book. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That some of I was not super familiar with this book before I did all the research for this game, and some of these chapter titles have made me want to read this book. They, there are a lot of very fun ones. Yeah. We'll have to do um, a book club. You guys got to. One thing just to mention is yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering um, watching this. The the lights in this era mm-hmm. for making a color movie were so hot and bright that all these people in all these coats were like sweating. Oh, yeah. And um, somebody joked around. I wrote a lot about sweat apparently in the, in the book <laughs> The Boys because that was my impression. Is people were just I felt hot too. But sure. but because the lights were so much hotter than they are uh, today, yeah. you know, film speeds and now digital are just so much uh, faster. They just require mm-hmm. um, so much less light. And um, in in you know in these days it was it was just lined with bright lights, just burning, and then key lights too. Um, and then it was a movie I acted in, American Graffiti, was like one of the ones that broke that rule. It went to these incredibly low light levels. Like shockingly low, and it got nominated for a lot of awards, but one of them was cinematography because it was this bold experimental thing. So even though George Lucas was making a movie about teenagers, uh, you know, driving in cars, oh. he was still breaking cinematic so boundaries. Was it, there, was it a different film process that was used that made it, that possible? He put, it was it was it was uh, he he used Super Sixteen, so it would have a grainy look because mm. it you had to blow it up to so make it sure. to thirty five. So that gave it a grain that no one else would, you know, thought was was uh, was uh, an idea that people really had. He thought it would be cool, and he was right. Uh, and he shot at these incredibly low light levels for naturalism because he wanted it to have a very organic, mm. almost neo-realist kind of a feel, right? You know, yeah. and uh, and nobody had really dared to do that. So you're saying this guy, George Lucas, was it? Yeah, kind yes. of changed movie making. Yeah, beginning even before uh, he with... changed movie making. Uh, he was changing movie yeah. making before you really knew what, what was going on with him. Uh, <laughs> he had a he knew a thing or two. Yeah, that's even, right. even then, yeah. even at age 28. Now, uh, you, of course, started your journey in the journey as an actor, but you've gone on to direct, produce. You directed your first film in 1977. Yes. Now, Yul Brenner... Was still working around mm-hmm. then. I noticed you didn't cast him. <laughs> what, what was he just not right for any of the so, roles? Something tells me Yule was not ready to star in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Find that an interesting challenge for him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Yule liked money. Oh, we had none. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. When I I made that movie for Roger Corman, famous famous. Uh, low-budget film producer, mm-hmm. launched the careers of uh, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, uh, Martin Scorsese, Francis Coppola, Jim Cameron after me, Jonathan Demme a little bit before me, Joe Dante, famous director, and, and I got to make my first movie for him. But the budgets were so tight that he took almost pleasure, it was almost like sadistic <laughs> pride in how, yeah. in how, how much everyone had to hustle. And, how, <laughs> and I remember begging him for for 25 more extras for this big crowd scene we were supposed to do at this destruction derby finale <laughs> and i he the movie was going along 
great, you know. And I said, we're ahead of schedule. We're ahead of, bu- you know, our budget's good. I just would, if we could just get 25 more extras, it would make a world of difference. He said, no. And I finally got very frustrated. Um, I, I admired Roger, liked Roger, but I was getting upset. I said, why, really? I mean, this, this un- seems unreasonable to me. And he just put a hand on my shoulder and he said, Ron, here's the thing. <laughs> if you do a good job for me on this picture, you'll never have to work for me again. <laughs> but, but you're going to have to do it with 50 extras, not 75. <laughs> and uh, that was it. So I don't think we could have, I don't think uh, he ever would have paid for you. Fed. If All we right. did, that movie cost 603000 Yule would have gotten five hundred and seventy-five, and we would have been trying to make the movie for twenty-eight thousand dollars somehow. Yeah, get one one extra in the background, just like wandering around. One extra for the entire picture. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, same one. Um, so, which movies have you guys watched and looked at so far? So, we watched uh, Port, Port of New, New York, York the, first. Uh, the King and I, mm-hmm. uh, The Ten Commandments, which mm-hmm. we had to split over three, three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anastasia. Anastasia. Of the and, oh, oh, and, oh, he, oh, I forgot about Anastasia. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, the Ten Commandments, was did, was that Cecil B. DeMille? He, he produced it. He produced it. He, uh, he didn't direct it himself, I don't think. He was pretty old. Yeah. He was yeah. pretty old, but he had but he directed like, another movie called The Ten Commandments, like 30 oh, years right, before. Oh, right. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, it was so he produced uh, it. Same yeah. with... This picture, I think, was also Cecil B. DeMille, right? Or was that the one we watched? No, the last one. Sorry, yeah, the, the, Buccaneer. the Buccaneer. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I never Cecil saw that. Cecil B. DeMille produced it, yeah. and it was a made remake a remake of, of a movie he had directed. Got it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Look at this noir lighting. Oh, yeah, it's right. a cool shot. The, I mean, the, 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 the way the lighting looks, the colors in this movie... Are really like you would not get this kind of color in a movie today, even if you no, it's really tried good. to recreate it. And and uh, of course, you know, it was a European crew, so this this is interesting in that it doesn't really have a Hollywood look for the period. Yeah. It it has a more European look. Um, it's more it's a bigger budget and it's a little glossier than that sort of European neo realism sure, of the fifties. Sure. But um, but it but it, it it has more naturalism and and the, the tones are, are different a little darker um, yeah. and it's it's beautifully beautifully made. Now we do yeah. have one more game if if you're down for it. Okay, uh, this oh. is yours or ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna read uh, the the names of awards and you have to tell us did you win this award or did this podcast win this? Okay, award? great, yeah, great. The Academy Award for Best Director. I did win that. Yes. That was you. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys win that also? We didn't. No. So it's not a tie. It's, it's not, not a tie. tie. Okay. It's not okay. both. Uh, okay. Yes, correct. Okay. You got that one right. The Golden Globe Award for Best Actor in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Uh, did I win? I don't think I won that. Did I win that? According, <laughs> according to Wikipedia. Oh, you know what? Henry Winkler and I shared it one Oh, year. okay. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Producers Guild of America Milestone Award. Uh... Well, uh, you guys are too young for a milestone award, so I'm going to guess that that's yeah, me, me, uh, and, me and Brian Gray. That one was that also one. you, yes. yeah. Yes. yeah. The Saturn Award for Best Director. Uh, have you guys directed anything? We have not oh, really. And I think I probably got that one yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Emmy Award for Outstanding Children's Animated Program. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. that was you. That's a yeah. five action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Austin Film Festival Award for Extraordinary Contribution to Filmmaking. Uh, uh, well, I think I might have seen you there that year. What year was that? Uh, oh, like, I don't know, 2008 or something? 
I think we missed that year. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I was in high school. I was... I, was, oh, I, I guess that's me. Then. I think it must be that me. Michael Keaton flew in to give me that award, which made me very oh. proud. Uh, the Big Apple Best Podcaster Award. That's me. I'm you're, a, I'm you a, are I'm 100% a dynamo. right. So <laughs> sending you this award oh. for best podcaster. Congratulations. Why, thank you. Pure gold. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm going to wear this with pride today. Uh, yes, I have an important you. business now, launch. Gonna... How does that stand up to some of these other awards you've won? You know, the I most, noticed you're not walking around with your Academy Award. No, the most. Yeah. The, I think the most recent one always just feels the best. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Well, congratulations. So, thank you so yes. much. Uh, um, re- relevancy for <laughs> preserved. Uh, yeah. Another right. question, actually. So you're wearing the hat. Um, I know you're on the board of Jacob Burns Film Center. It's a yeah. wonderful nonprofit yeah. uh, movie theater education center in Pleasantville, New York. Um, what is your favorite part of the marble installation in the lobby? <laughs> I just I just like that the popcorn's really good. Or, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, here it is, this kind of serious place, it and is, you would yeah. think you wouldn't get good popcorn, but in fact, it's really good. I remember that, actually. Yeah, yeah I went I've never been here, but I do choose movie theaters to go to based on how good the popcorn is, so I think I'm going to have to check it out. Good popcorn's a great experience overall. Jacob Burns is a great place. Yeah. Here's, I'm, on, a, on a slightly serious note, what I love yeah, about it, because it's great for film enthusiasts, mm-hmm. They, they do an array of movies from, like, you know, really accessible, you know, current stuff. But they always keep great documentaries coming. They always have the, you know, the kind of cutting-edge independent movies and international, yeah. international documentaries. But they also have the education center that you were talking mm-hmm. about. And this is so great, not just for kids, but it just, it, they, they, um, they invite filmmakers from around the world to, to come and be fellows and interface with, and, uh, I keep telling people it's almost like a, like a YMCA or a YWCA for 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 media stuff. Yeah, they have facilities where really you cool. can you can edit. Oh, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm really proud yeah. to uh, be a part of it. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh there's oh, some glasses, glasses on the table. Yeah. Oh, and it's a dinner. Oh, it was scene. a dinner scene. See, I, I I didn't remember it properly. That's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> Rekindling but, uh, memories. Yeah. Now, I do okay. feel like there's probably a decent chance this is a long scene yeah. where they yes. talk before he bites yeah, the Yeah, I have a feeling we got to wait. But, um, yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, I've been to Jacob Burns several times. I, I think my strongest memory from it was I went to see uh, Boyhood there, the Richard Lincoln. Oh, oh yeah. great movie. Yeah. And I... Did he speak there? Was he, he there? Because they often the, have some filmmakers come and give oh, talks. Okay. I don't believe he was, but... Oh, I'm forgetting his name. The boy yeah. of Boyhood was yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and it was... Uh, it was a, a very surreal thing to kind of either see this whole thing with him growing up over 12 years yeah. and then he just like popped out of the screen. There he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to the was, first uh... test screening for that movie in New York. Oh, wow. Um, and it was so packed that I was sitting in the front row all the way to the left. You know, the best place to sit. To yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still love the movie, so the, to enjoy it despite movie. that circumstance, yeah, great movie. Yeah. Um... I wish Yul Brenner had been in that movie. Uh, <laughs> you could have played the Ethan Hawke role. Well, I mean, Ethan Hawke's great, but... You, you've got a lot of movies to look at. A lot. Sure do. And cover, and, we, and it is... It, what is interesting about him is that, you know, he was a guy who, you know, he was a real artist, thought like an artist, comported himself like an artist, but he also was very commercial. Yeah. And, and movies were how he made money. And, yeah. he wa- and he also wanted to live a big, you know, kind of European life. And, um, and, he, and, and he did. So, yeah, he made all kinds yeah, of fascinating. 
Life. All kinds of films. What, do you have a favorite Yul Brynner starring film? Well, Westworld is so Westworld. amazing. And, of course, so is Magnificent Seven. He's yeah. great in that. This Taurus Bulba is probably not a very good movie, oh, but wow. I just it, I just loved it. I just I, I, I loved it because he was kind of playing a Cossack, and he, as, I, as I recall. Yeah, you know, sure. I've, I've actually only seen it twice. You'll have to watch it again yeah. when yeah. when our episode comes yeah. out. You can listen along. And... Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> while you watch that movie. That's right. Um, um, yeah, I so this as we've talked about, this is your first credited role, um, and you're credited as Ronnie Howard, yes. which mm. was true until which was credited until about age nineteen, I believe. Yeah, um, I think American Graffiti was the last thing that I was uh, credited Ronnie Howard as. Okay, and was that... wondering what there is specific reason it changed or just I just like was interested in I just felt like Ronnie was a kid's name kid's name and, uh, and, and uh, although pe- people still call me that including my wife Cheryl you can oh. uh, and Henry Winkler they, they're there <laughs> <laughs> so sure they, they uh, but uh, uh, so I you know I, I, I but very early on by about age 10 I knew I wanted to be a filmmaker okay. and uh, and so you know a lot of you know, a lot of it was a concern that I would somehow be sort of pigeonholed and trapped mm-hmm. and typecast. Want to be taken appro- seriously. Sure, kind of appropriately, you know. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I think sh- trying to... Sh- I tried... On American Graffiti, I tried to get them to... Uh, uh, I'm just trying to see. Right, he just yeah. took yeah. a shot. Is he going to bite yeah. the glass? Let's just see. They do. They're, people are what if my memory of, of this is completely... <laughs> oh, no. And he never he bites the glass. He doesn't break the glass. glass. And I have to edited version of the boys. Yeah. You know, everything. If that happens, we won't release this episode. We'll preserve the secret for you. This This could be a really valuable episode if if that turns out to be true. He's taking a lot of shots here. Well, you said you watched it uh, a few months ago, right? Yeah, but I didn't. To be honest, I just watched the first half hour. Okay. It's also always possible. Maybe uh, they were watching the the edits and they're like, you know what? We got to cut this out of the movie. It'll entice children to eat glass. Stuff gets cut. Um, Oh, now he's up. Is he uh, leaving? They heard you were talking to you. Oh wait. Uh, we can't. Oh, maybe he never bought. Maybe <laughs> maybe they cut out. Oh no, he's getting another oh, bottle. New bottle. It it a lot of maybe he'll left. bite it's this possible. glass. Uh, Could come later on. He's challenging. This is actually. Uh, I'm on the edge of my yeah. seat. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good scene, uh, um, and uh, I just. Yeah, I bet there's some great dialogue mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and people and you guys, who are you guys looking, never indulge in the dialogue. We can't. We can't. We, we only look at Yule. We committed to, it, we committed to this. It, it's and, a, uh, a very small premise, but we yeah. we've got to we got to stick but with a that. Big commitment. But we do like a lot of movie making is visuals. There are times where we have gotten lost in just the visuals of something. Yeah, and there have been times uh, where we've forgotten well, to talk. Well, yeah. I tell you, I advise filmmakers all the time when I speak at a, at a, at a class or something mm-hmm. like that. I say. Find, if you really want to think about cinema and understand it, find the scenes you really like, watch them with sound once or twice, and then watch it again with no sound. Yeah. And really understand what the director did, how yeah. they shot it, what they and what the cinema of it was, because that's it's very revealing. So when I'm on an airplane, I often watch movies with no sound. Yeah. And just to sort of see... You know yeah. what what they were doing, and from a per- performance perspective, Yule is often you're getting what he's laying down just yeah. from yeah. the picture. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, the eyes. yeah. Um, I'm just really yeah. praying he he that he, <laughs> he in bites, fact, this, bites glass. this glass. He, he looks like he might. Oh, he? oh no, I don't know. Up the I don't windows. think so. 
I mean, no, again, I, there's a lot of movie left. If this happens after you leave, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll send you an email. Let <laughs> yeah, you know. Because yeah. um, that's, I think, very possible. But there I wonder if they cut it out. More shots. That, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was like, just, they said nobody could bite glass. Nobody could bite glass, and we don't want kids to think you can. So we should, uh, you know, we're all about influencing the children well. Yeah, because I movie. think that was the, the main audience <laughs> yeah. for this was children. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah. Uh, if I can ask another unrelated to your question, almost exactly a year ago today, um, Stephen Colbert, um, let's do like one or two, um, you had talked about how you had just officiated your daughter Paige's wedding. Yeah, that's true. Um, congratulations, Paige. Thank you. Congratulations, yes. Paige. Happy anniversary. And Tim. Um, and, and Tim. Tim. Yes, and Tim. Um, and you had uh, kind of put a, a joking thing out to the audience saying, you know, you still had your license. Have you officiated any more weddings since then? No, but I keep thinking that, you know, the license is still has value. You know, the, the strike has got everyone paralyzed. And yeah. this might be a good moment <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. to just advertise the fact that I'm, I'm legit. Yeah, you, you might go. need some some work. In I, a few, there you go. You know, so a little something for the for, for, here. Yeah. For, for, for the officiant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tip. Um, I think a tip I, is customary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do the. I well, do, did Paige and Tim give you a tip, or uh, <laughs> well, you're not supposed? To, you know, I don't think they did because you're not. If you're officiating a wedding, you're not supposed to weep openly. Oh, sure. <laughs> and like not be able to get the words sure, out. Sure. So I think I they kind of needed it. We sort of needed a take two. Oh, sure. Well, that kind of leads to my my. Part two of that, which is, um, I have a friend, we have a, we both have a friend coming up who uh, has a wedding, and I've been trying to convince her to let me officiate it. Yeah. I am or, ordained and everything. Oh. Do, so that I uh, have more of a case, do you have any advice for officiating a wedding? I, I, I would officiate? tell your friend, go for that. It's really great. It's per, because, uh, you know, depending on the, t- on, on the tone of it, in all honesty, it was a blast. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so grateful they allowed me to do it. My son, Reed, and his wife, Ashley, when they got married... They asked my dad to officiate, Aww. and this was about a year before he passed away, but he was still very vital. I was so proud of all of them that they allowed this then sort of 87, 88-year-old yeah. guy to officiate the wedding, and, and he did a great job, and he made it really special. Yeah. Uh, when, when, uh, when, when, when Bryce and her husband, Seth, were married, they had like their best friend officiated, and uh, you know it was great, so I'm a big advocate. I think yeah, it's a, I, think I like it's a the great personal practice. touch. I think yeah. if I ever get married, yeah. I'll do the same. So you hear that, Christine? I should do it. Um, <laughs> not, not Phil. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Well, we know you've got to get going. I should going, probably right? get going. So we'll stop here. Uh, thank you yeah, so much for coming on and, and chatting it. with us. Thank we you. appreciate the stories. And, and, and confirm for me that we'll yeah, you know, later. We'll let you know. I have a, I have a wonder, a weird feeling that they may have. That Maybe could they be wild. Could have been. That would be crazy. We'll send. We'll find out. We'll see. Okay. Thank you so much. And we're back. Thank you again to Ron Howard, who was very generous with his time and his sure stories. Was. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, Ron, friend of the show. Okay, we got to get back into this movie, though. Because yeah, this is what everyone's here for. We are at 45 minutes and 40 seconds. How many listeners do you think we just lost? You know, <laughs> probably a few, but those who are left, we got to continue yeah, going yeah. on entertainment. Okay, 45 minutes, 40 seconds. So we're going to count you in and then press play along with us. Yeah. I mean, also, listen, if you're, we didn't say, we should have said this at the top of the show. You don't have to watch along, but no. it's appreciated. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. All right. And now if you are watching along, you should watch along with us. We are keeping an eye out for Yule eating a shot glass. Yes. So when Ron left, he, he had this vivid memory of, of Yule taking a bite out of a, a shot glass. He did. So we are keeping an eye out to see if that actually happens. 
That way we now can let everybody go. Around Should I text his assistant? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think okay. probably give him a call, get him back on. Right? Yeah, Ron, run back here. Um, no, but we should we should say Ron came all the way to your apartment. He did. He did. There was a live uh, in-person interview. Um, if you are not watching this on video, this is our first video episode. Right. And now we've moved back to just audio because yeah. the video is for our very special guest. Yeah, if you win an Academy Award, you get a video on our podcast. Correct. Uh, so if you're watching the full version on YouTube that includes the video, you know we're not on yeah. video anymore. And if you're not, you can go on YouTube and watch the video, and uh, you can you might not have any idea what we look like. And but you'll see Ron win his award. You will, you will. It'll be great. Go back and of, watch that. A lot of great moments. YouTube, I believe the YouTube account's name is. That's good. That's easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who this? I, I mean, this person has been shown dozens of times already oh, how you were not paying attention. I was. But we were giving Ron our attention. This, listen, I'm not looking at other people. No, no, no. We're here to look at Yule. We're here to look at Yule. Well, and this, and this, and this and time, Ronnie. we were looking Ronnie at Ron. Howard. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I, I think this guy. Deborah, um, I was shocked to learn that Deborah Carr's name is pronounced yeah, Deborah Carr. Yeah, we need Carr. to re-edit our even, entire King and I even episode, probably. during the show, I've called her Deborah Kerr, and so Ron taught us something new. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that's, we're not the first to do that. Probably not. But hey, and I'm excited to see all these films he was telling us about. Mm-hmm. Westworld. Westworld. Um, is it Tabula Bossa Rossa? Tabula Rossa is different. It's it's similar. Yeah. That looks like a little cloud with eyes. It does look like a little cloud with eyes. Um, We've never gone to a filming location of any of Yul Brynner's movies. We haven't. Should we go to Vienna? <laughs> oh. Should we invite Ron to come back to Vienna with us to to re-journey the journey? That, oh, well. that'd be fun. Because that was his first Europe trip and now right. his latest Europe trip. Yeah. Um, Ron, yeah. let us know if you want to go to Vienna yeah. when you listen back to this one. Um, yeah, we're in. Um, I do like the idea that the first filming location we go to would be Vienna and not the one from Port of New York. Well, do we know that Port of New York filmed in New York City? I think it did partially. It must have partially, yeah. It was, uh... We could go there right now during the podcast. We could grab this mic, take a walk. We could. We're not going to. We're not going to. Folks, I'm so sorry. We, this has all been the code open. Phil usually sings our theme song at the top of the episode. Phil, after this very long code open, Mm -hmm. why don't you officially start the show? We were supposed to have a guest and his name was Ron, but he did the cold open and now he's gone. So we still gotta watch the rest of the movie and that's okay because it's gonna be groovy. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, kid. We know that you're cool, kids, because you're listening to Here's looking at you, kid. Boom. That's the best theme song I've done. Honestly? Well, a lot of it was episode specific, but some of that might, I think we might but cut that out. That, we could use that chorus and the, do the beginning for a different each episode. I like it. I Look like at all it. this stuff. What a great episode this has been. Now, of course, we're watching The Journey. There, are, 1959. Um, right, 1959, full movie. Yeah. And you can find this online. You can rent it. 
Mm-hmm. If you're not watching all along on a DVD or a video, if you really can't find it, contact the pod. We can help you out. I don't know that we can. Well, how can people contact the pod? There's so first of all, we should check if there are any calls. We so should. why don't you sing the the, the checking the calls song? It's time to check the calls, kid. We're gonna check the calls, kid. It's usually just Jake's dad, but we're gonna check the calls, kid. Um, Do we any calls, Phil? Let's see. Let's open our voicemail machine. What do I use this? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, nope. No. Wait. Huh? Oh, I have a missed call from... I don't know what that is. Nope. No calls. All right. Did Folks, you just punch her in the face? What just happened? Uh, he does appear to be oh, working, but she likes it, I think. Oh, boy. How about what? How about what? Um, so, no calls, ahead. but... You can call in if you've been listening to the episode mm-hmm. and you have thoughts. Yeah, I uh, want to correct us. Maybe I did get... I don't think I got... There were a couple of words that Ron wasn't sure that he'd won. Yeah. I'm a little worried that my information is incorrect. But I mean, we could confirm or we could have our listeners confirm. Yeah. And now, what's I'll that phone this. number to call well, in? I feel like people might actually listen to this one. Yeah. 518-966-2442. And that's it. Um, they can pause it or what. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. The, so, Colin, you can... I have, we, do we have an email address? I don't know. Uh, you can email our manager. manager. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Gruva, G-R-U-V-A-L-O-U, at Gmail. And he'll forward us uh, your yeah. messages and we'll read them online. Yeah. Uh, well, on the show. And also, if you send us a message in a bottle, we'll read those too. We will, we will. But it must be... The bottle must end up at the port of New York. That's where we check. I think you said, however it gets to us, we'll read it. Okay. In the past. Oh, about the... Mo- right. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> I yeah. sure did. So, Phil, we're <sighs> watching the journey. Uh-huh. And it's been a journey. It sure has. What what memorable journeys have you gone on in, mm. in your life? Have well, you ever been to Vienna? To Europe? I have been to Europe. I've not been to Vienna. Um... I'd say one memorable journey relatively recently we both went on. Oh. Uh, which was we walked the entire length of Manhattan. We uh, we did walk the entire length of Manhattan. This was on, it was the anniversary of like the, the, the I want to say, there was some, it was some monumental day in New York City history. It was like the anniversary oh, of New York City. but we didn't coming. know that going in. We didn't. We found out that day. Yeah. But we walked, we, we took the train up to, what was it, 200... 221st? Yeah, something like the one that. right before, the, like, as high as you can as go. As high as you can go, and then we walked up to the little bridge the, the, that connects the Bronx, the Bronx to yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, so the, the top, the tip, and, the top. And uh, with a uh, friend of the show, Taylor. Yeah. Mainberg, who... Maybe next time in front of the show, Ron. Maybe. Ron, if you want to walk, I mean... Would you do it again? I know you don't want to do that again, but would you do it again Ron, if Ron came with us? I don't know if Ron... <laughs> Ron's not as young as we are. Ron doesn't want to do this. I don't it's think fine. Ron... We're, we can't subject Ron to that. No, that's fine. He's a friend now. We can't yeah. subject our friends to that. Now, if Ron specifically asked you to do it, though, If Ron asks if I'll walk... Well, look. Ron did us a solid by coming yeah. on the show. Yeah. If he wants... If if to return the favor, he wants you me to walk it. the length of Manhattan with him. Oh, he'll get you back. I'll do it. There he is. He's back. He... he I, I gotta say, he's very cute in this movie. He is. I mean, famously... Famously, I I don't think I'd ever seen him as a child before, though. Not oh. this young. 
Yeah, um, I mean, he wasn't that much older in uh, the Andy Griffith show, Jack, right? No, but I don't know if I've ever seen an episode of that. Have you? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've seen clips for sure. Well, I Should think... we put it on our phone in front of the screen and watch an <laughs> Andy Let's save it for the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, thi- the thing about Ron's career, it's very storied. I'm a huge fan of a lot of his works. He is. Uh, well. uh, Willow is... Uh, one of my favorite, my, it's one of my girlfriend's favorite movies. I really love it as well. Love the TV show that they made. He produced it. Um, Solo, a Star Wars story. My second favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Great. Uh, there's a lot I would have loved to ask him, but we are not here to talk about those things. We're here to look at Yule. Look and at he Yule. looked at Yule with us. He did. He did. I feel like, yeah, he really, he really got, he really got it quickly. I, I do feel like not only did Ron play along, and we're, we're thankful for that, he kind of kept us on track in a way that yeah. is quickly devolving. Yeah, I Because mean, he did bring us back to the picture a few times, point out interesting moments. Yeah, for sure. In a but way... now I'm looking at the lighting on this. The lighting movie. is great, and you know, he's that got that director's light. eye, so... Ooh, I, I meant to ask if he wanted to make a remake of this. Well, it... Pencils down, you know, Phil? Yeah. Yeah. I bet this is the scene. Uh, we want to give a special thanks to Alessandra... Alessandra Mendez. Mendez, who was here. She worked the cameras for us. Yes. Uh, was was our room behind the scenes. But she she watched the film yes. and listened to the film prior, yes. prior a, to a this. A first for the podcast. A I first think. for the podcast, Having yeah. someone who had actually seen and listened to the film. And well, I guess second because Ron had as well. I think this is a scene that... I think this is a scene that she told us about where... Deborah Carr's character um, tells Yul Brenner that all the other characters are afraid of him. Mm. Which, as we learned from Ron, is not true. And that yes, you know was 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 you know, nurturing towards not him. intimidating. Yeah. I would be interesting I, interested in talking to some other people who knew Yul even more. Like, if if you're listening and you are or know one of Yul Brenner's children, yeah, let them know about the pot. If look, no pressure if. I understand this is this is your dad. You might not want to come on and talk about him. It might be too close of a subject. But listen, if you want to come on, tell some stories about your dad. We'll watch your famous uh, favorite movie of his together. As long as we haven't already. As long as we haven't already, and we won't listen to it, but we will watch it. Yeah. And you can you can tell us some stories. Did did yeah. he teach you not to eat glass? That's true. I will always remember that lesson, man. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing. We got we took a pause. We we walked right out. We went to lunch. I did oh. not bite my glass at the at, at lunch. There we know. There, friend of the show, Taylor Mainbrook, famously wants to eat glass. Well, we <laughs> need him to listen to this we episode. Should, oh, I hope he's still listening. Yeah. Oh, friend, that's a no no. That's a no no. If if it's sugar glass, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, which yeah, I did see. I last night I was trying to find a sugar glass supplier in New York. It seems. A problem is this breakaway glass. It used to be made of actual sugar. Nowadays, it is not. Oh, is edible. it some sort like, of synthetic? Yeah, it seems to not. I'm. I think it's like not toxic, but it's not sugar because you know I'm sure there's problems with melting and under the lights and stuff. Right. Um, and so, it's, I mean, I have some. I think it's sugar. also 
was harder to crash through if it was I have like some a, fake glass right here, but this oh. is like, this is like rubber glass because you had to step on now, it. Now we're no longer on video, so viewers can't see this. <laughs> yeah, I think but it is true. just uh, it looks like a broken piece of glass, but it is. But it feels uh, like soft, rubbery. rubbery. Kind of feels like glue, oh, like a glue type of. Oh, like if you peeled off yeah. dry glue. Oh, I, I think I might have broken more. It. Sorry about that. That's no, okay. Yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. But now I feel like you will kind of. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a it's a little dusty. If we it, it is very cool, like to see a whole pile of this. In a... We should try to find. Well, okay. So we've talked before about how eventually oh, mm-hmm. we're going to make. Here's looking at Yule Kid the motion picture. Yep. So I think one of the things we should do in the motion picture, eat, eat glass, glass. but yeah, not glass. for real. Ron, no, taught I did us. find recipes of like how to make sugar. Okay. Glass. And I briefly considered that I make a sheet of sugar glass and just have broken glass for us to all eat together. Ah. Uh, but uh, it would have been a lot of ingredients, and I probably would have burned my apartment. Well, down. and look, it looks like, you know, Ron, well, did we talk about uh, Schmackeries on the air? I don't even remember if that was before the podcast started or not. Mm, I think it was before we started. Okay. Well, then never mind. That's just for us. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, but all that to say, nowadays, you, you don't want to eat the breakaway glass. Okay. Know? So, um, if you're listening to this, and you're a child, and you thought, well, I learned from Ron Howard, who learned from Yul Brenner, that you shouldn't eat glass, but if it's made from sugar, if it's a movie glass, you understand, and you find yourself on a movie set, don't just start biting or licking the glass. Don't. Because it might not be sugar anymore. I also was thinking while he was telling that story, he had him eat directly, well, it probably wasn't real vodka in there. Uh, well, I was wondering that as well, but we don't know if that's from that scene where he's drinking vodka. I mean, that was I thought he said it was right, right after they filmed yeah, that scene. you're right. It was like, he was like, yeah, don't, it's, it's, it's. Um, now, I want to look something up about someone in before I say what I'm about to say. Someone in this film. Someone in the film. I, I'm wondering if someone is, okay. So, Flip Mark, who plays Ronnie's Ronnie Howard's older brother mm-hmm. is still around and seems to be a New York person. Although he hasn't been in active in acting since 1972. Um, but he's also from Queens, from Fresh Meadows, Queens. Oh. Um, Sorry, what was his name? Flip Mark. Flip, if you're listening, and, and if you have any stories you want to tell about Yule or Ron. And Flip, I know your real name is Philip. That's my name too. Now, okay, so we got, we got to the, the, wow, I can't words. We got to the bottom of whether or not we could all be the boys. We did. Is, is there room enough on this podcast for two Phillips? Would you be okay having a guest named Philip on? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Also, wow, yeah, he retired when he was 24 years old. Hey. Good. Good. Um, I, I will say, I will not tolerate any Drakes on the show. Sure, sure, sure. So, Lou, our manager, if you're listening, and you were thinking yeah. on, of reaching out. I will not tolerate any 2L Phillips. Okay. What about more or less than than 1Ls? Like, 3Ls or no Ls, but somehow still fill up? Yeah, I, I want to talk to those people. Yeah. If well, like, uh, capital I's in the middle of their name? Or Roman numerals, maybe? Mm, I don't know. Fe one. Fe one. Oh. What is L? L is a Roman numeral. Yes, that is uh, fifth. 
Call in. Tell us what the Roman numeral. <laughs> right? Is it? No. Oh, I feel yeah. Bad. Yeah. C is a hundred. C is a hundred. M is a thousand. What D? D. Oh, D might be five hundred. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say that's correct. Um, Folks, calling if we don't know our Roman numerals. You was wearing what looks like a very heavy, and and now I'm just looking at their outfits and thinking about how Ron said it was so hot on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, which I felt bad as he was saying that because we had some bright lights going on here with no air conditioning because it would make too much noise. We did, we did, which is on now. Which is so on you're now. probably hearing that in the background. Yeah, but you know what? If well, you listen to last month's episode, so. my air conditioning was very loud on it. That's true. And you know what? It's still fine. Go back. Part of the charm. Also, if you if you listen to this episode and you're you're thinking this is fun, what other episodes of the podcast should I listen to? I would recommend last <laughs> month's episode on the journey, mm-hmm. where we played clips of other pod. Sorry, this is the journey. This is the I'm journey. so sorry. The buccaneer. The buccaneer, where we we played a lot of clips of other podcasts mm-hmm. uh, that we did. I would recommend the brothers Kazmarov. Kamer, Ka- Ka- I still Kazimarov. can't say. Where we had a, a guest on. Yeah, that was pretty. And fun. we may have a future guest from that film. Uh, we've put out some feelers from that film. <laughs> yep. Um, what else? The King and I is pretty fun. Sure. We talked about a bunch of theater. If you're um, if you're a New York theater person, that's true. Oh, do we have more shows we gotta go through? We can do that. Well, we could. I do have a list of shows. So on long the King running, and I, that's a if if you want to fill up some time. Long running listeners, no. Oh, although mm-hmm. are we going? Are we going to release that bonus <laughs> one? I don't think issue. so. I think that All would right. need to be heavily. Well. So uh, here's the deal. So we put we sent a we sent a letter to our manager sent a letter to Ron. Mm-hmm. saying, we're doing this project, would you be interested in contributing? But to be honest, we didn't think Ron would respond. No. <laughs> so we, last week, convened in my apartment to record this episode, and a few minutes in, uh, Phil checked his emails, mm-hmm. and our manager, Lou, had forwarded to him, yeah, the, Ron was interested. Yeah. Ron's assistant worked it out with Phil, Yes. Ron came here. Thank you, Carrie Zirkle. Yes, thank you. Um, we didn't expect anything to come. We had just scheduled... So we now have uh, nine minutes of us starting to watch this film where most of it is us being like, wait, this is a real email? And you know what? If you want to hear that, email Lou directly and he'll send you the sound file. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go back earlier in the, in the episode. Oh, also... Please go to cameo.com slash cameo Shrek. That's our sponsor, Shrek. Yeah, uh, this is my cameo account where I uh, will record any message you want as Shrek. Yeah, watch the other video first. I actually have a cameo that needs to be done. Should I do that now? Yeah, so you can get a little sample. Okay, so this will be a free sample for all you listeners. Yeah. So um, I have a cameo request. It's um, uh, for a roast. It's from uh, someone named Michael for Oop Doolin. Uh, that sounds like a fake name, but... It does. Hope you're not who doxing I? Oop. Oh, well, this is going to be publicly available. Uh, instructions. Got Air Pops Disposi confiscated in court. I don't know what that means. Is this something crude that I don't understand? Sips Fireball discreetly during the Lord's Prayer... Wrong this feels like a rap. Are you supposed to say Bo this Murray exactly? could dunce him outside the jubbly room. Is some of this problematic? I don't know. I mean, say or do they want you to say this? Like they want me to say this. Gets only oh. two options of a smorgasbord. 
Well, if it is problematic, you did just say it on recording. I did. So, uh, um, I have no idea what this is. Could you Google this? This? Uh, That's exactly what. Oh, I'm, okay. Nothing. Okay. What about this? Uh, Air pops dyspsy. Folks, this is how it gets done, you know? I like, yeah, the second half of the episode here is a bit of a behind the scenes. This is the making of here's looking at you, old kid. Oh. Mm. Is this bad? Is this a... Oh, it's a... It's a disposable vape. Okay. (laughs) I thought it's called air... I thought it's like an airsoft gun, but it's not. It's a vape. All right, well, shall from we... From New Zealand. From New Zealand. I don't know, but that's what the vape is. What, any other proper nouns in there? Fireballs of a whiskey, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Myron, I don't know, yeah. All right, well, let's start recording this. Uh, folks, thank you for listening. I just, this is my job. I have to do this cameo. I'm going to make $1.56 from this. You guys, for a limited time, uh, cameos are available for $1.199 uh, if you book in the app. And if you mention Yul Brenner in the request... I think I... Uh, You'll make it five minutes long. I'll make it five minutes long. Sure. And I think um, if you mention Yule and Ron, you'll make it ten seconds long. Okay. So if you want less, that's right. possible too. All right. So I just got to record this really quick during this podcast. Sorry, listeners. You understand. Work, work, work weights are now on. Hey, it's me, Roastrek, and I'm here to roast Oop Doolin. Oh, Michael told me that you are a sorry excuse for a man. I heard you got Air Pops, di- your Air Pops, Dispacy, Dispacy, I don't know how to say this, confiscated in corp. You sip fireball during the Lord's Prayer. That's the Lord's Prayer. You can't be sipping whiskey during church. Uh, wrong footed a parking warden. I'll give you that one. Eight cab, am I right? Uh... Uh, I don't know who this is. I'm going to skip that one. Uh, uh, you suck. I'll eat you and mm, you taste like pork. Oh, you got you got something to say? Uh, my buddy Phil no, here. I, I'm, oh, I get a cut That's now. donkey. That's hey, donkey. Hey, it's donkey. It's him donkey. Oh, you idiot. You only get two options on a smorgasbord. Oh, I, if you step foot in my swamp, I'd roast you something good, let me tell you. And this is my slump. So, folks, that's uh, what. Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking. Well, I was gonna just send this, but yeah, this is the kind of things. Uh, I, look, folks, I'm unemployed. If you ever lead on a job, want to want to hire us? Uh, if you want to acquire this podcast or advertise on this podcast, yeah, it's cheap. We get big big name guests now. Apparently, we do. So, yes. reach out to Lou. And we'll work something out for an affordable price. I'm going to go ahead and send that cameo. Yeah, I'm like, I'm getting little bits. I think the Jubilee Room was an odd spelling of Jubilee Room, which seemed to be a thing in a strip club. Well, I didn't say it. I also like, though, that you did just add a you suck in there, and that was not in. Well, it's a roast. Oh, I see, I see, I see. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that's a real name. I also am reminding myself to use... I read your voice because, like, I'm in Shrek he's mode. In, I just want to keep talking about Shrek. He's a Shrek it actor. Yeah. Ugh. See, this kind of dead air doesn't happen when we have a guest. No. 
But, oh, you know, if you're listening to this and, and, and you want to be a guest on the show, reach out. Yeah, as long as you have at least one Academy Award. Yeah. Well, we won't be picky. If you have an Emmy or a Grammy, sure, those are acceptable, sure. too. Tony, if it depends. Or if you have a Big Apple Best Podcaster Award. Yeah. Which, uh, let us know. Which I, it, I'm I'm happy for Ron that he won the 2023 yeah. one. I really hope we win one next year. I, one can hope. One can hope. Whew. 55 minutes left of this movie. Phil, we gotta keep our energy up. Energy I know, up. I know it was exciting when Ron was here and now he, he's gone. He had an important business meeting. He did. We have to keep going. We do. We'd be disappointing Ron and letting him down. And I do not want to do that. stopped here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And folks, listen to the end, because there might be more surprises. There might be. That's true. (laughs) There always might be. I mean, who knows? We could get an email back from that other... That's right. Look, Should I check it live on air? And sometimes people call in. That's true. We call out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we could call out. Um, people always love when we do that. Well, we've only done it twice. Yeah. Yup, 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 yup. Oh. Uh, the color of Deborah Carr's hair really pops. Yeah. Uh, in this film. Which, uh, I assume relevant to why Ron was hired. Because his hair popped? Similar hair color. Yeah, but they're not related in the film. That's. Oh, wait, yeah, that's not. Uh, he didn't work with yep. her. Yep, yep, I remember this now. This waiter has a great look. Yeah. Mustachioed. Sweaty hair. I'd like to see him play Mario. Like Super Mario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, alright. Or the cat. Did you see the Mario movie? I did not. I think Yul Brenner would have been great in it. As what role? Bowser. Okay, okay. Jack Black, if you want to get on this podcast and fight Drake about that opinion. Yeah, yeah. I actually think, yeah, we should invite actors on the podcast and say, what, you think you're better than Yul? <laughs> you know if he were alive, he would have taken this role. Are, are we changing the podcast? Are we now, you'll think you're better than me? You'll think you're better than you Yeah. No, we can't change our iconic branding. Oh. Phil, what, what, we, we went to lunch and now you're exhausted. Yeah, I, well, so that's something I was going to say, actually. It's fun to, to reveal. Usually, this podcast, we have zero editing. We are including one edit here because we did after Ron left take a break to get some food, mm-hmm. take a little, a little walk, it turned into a longer walk than I think any of us thought it would be, went to a bookstore, walked back. So we had, we, we've been away a bit, but we're back, we're back. And um, it's hot and humid out, but in here, it's all Yule. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, um... Maybe we should have left all the light, we should have left all the lights on and stuff just to keep you away. Well, what? I, oh, look, I from and you pulled me aside and you said, Drake, I'm furious with you mm. because you stepped over a part of the game that we were playing when we were oh. playing Journey versus Journey. What if I said I was furious? You said I'm furious You're with right, you, and you fool. Punched you in the face. Um, do you want to re? Do you want to do yeah, the rest of Journey vs. Journey? Whatever. That way, the, the listeners... rest of the unabridged version because I did abridge it. A bit yeah. Well, right. Well, I mean, um, yeah. I should also I say, uh, 
when we had first recorded and, and set recording, we also then went to a park and recorded just kind of like a little bonus episode where we played Journey vs. Journey. And some random kids came up to us. They did. Asked if we were recording a song. Yeah, which, um, which I will say, we focused a lot on the your part of our title. It was good to focus on the kid part a little bit. <laughs> sure. And this episode, oh wait, he's 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 toasting with oh, a shot glass. See? Oh, see, this is I bet this is it. Back. And it's back in the dinner room. Yeah, although okay. I'm going to say it was toward the end, but... We're towards the end of the film. There's less than an hour left. I guess technically, yes. Okay. They they seem well. They look a little flirty, but it it looks like he toasted. She took a drink. A lot of drinking. You was you was calling for another? I think. So far, they seem similar to the last time they were. It does. It does. She's she's dusting off another bottle. You was opening it. He looks very boastful. Okay, okay. Oh, There's a glass on a... The waiter's holding the glass. What? That's not a safe way to hold that uh, glass. Thing. Okay, oh. okay. Is he going to throw that into his mouth? I have no idea what's about to happen. Okay. Oh, oh. He's, he's doing bit. Oh, he was doing bits. Cool. He could, like, I think, pick it up, drink it, not without his hand. Well, right, because he's... Uh, Ron said that he's subtly intimidating them in the scene, right? Right, right, right. Okay, it, it kind of looks like they're he's... They're singing, singing happy birthday. It does look like that. Oh, I am so ready for this. Okay. Oh, she drank it. Okay. She drank, oh, oh, that's some she, strong vodka. Oh. Drink it up. Go ahead, he's saying. Drink it up. Drink it up. Okay. Okay. She's finished. She's finished the drink. You were singing? Oh. oh. She raised the glass. It? Oh, she... It Is it very, poison? I don't know. It was very strong. She's very giggly now. Oh, oh, she's broken the glass. She threw the okay. glass on the floor. So there's, so we're there's eyes glass. on broken glass. Okay, Yule is getting Done another there. glass. This is exciting. It's a shot glass. Oh, it's a shot glass. It's gotta be it. Oh, it's gotta be. He's he's Here drinking it with his mouth. He's picked it up in his mouth. And he's he's turning his head up. Oh no! I thought he was gonna. He eat bit it. it. Oh yes! yeah! Rod remembered rights. Yeah. So Ron, that happens an hour and uh, the under an hour and sixteen minutes into the film. And so. and everyone looks into it. He he's not bleeding at all. He bit it. And okay, what you need to remember is that as soon as this take cuts, which it's the scene's still going on, but you was walked off screen. I like to think he went walked directly to Ron watching, and and like, he said, "Ron, come sit here." Ron sat on his lap, and he said, "Look, this is sugar. This is sugar." Which I will say, I was looking at these glasses, and I was like, "That's." looks like glass and then he switched it out and I was like mm-hmm. okay that makes sense <laughs> and I don't think I don't know if Ron's in this scene I haven't I seen mean, him uh, yeah I don't think but so but they might might just have a blocked a certain way I, I don't think he I don't think he's here okay a lot a lot happening but they they, they, they still look like they're having fun so I wonder yeah. if he was intimidating them with it or if it was a, a party trick kind of Maybe both, you know. Mm-hmm. Subtly mm-hmm. intimidating. This this method of serving these is fascinating. Yes, because so the glass is on an upturned bowl. Is that why bowls have those little circles on the bottom so that you can put a glass on it? I'd say that's a deep plate. I, I would say it's a shallow bowl. Wow. Wow. Now we've reached one of our famous impasses. Yeah. So listeners who are watching the movie along, please write or call in and let yeah. us know... Is that a bowl or a plate? It's time for our favorite segment, Bowl 
more plates. It's everyone's favorite segment. Isn't it great? Is it a bow or is it a plate? Boom. Now, Phil, I've got a few references of famous plates or bowls or plates. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to tell me, is this a plate? Is this a bowl? Or is this a plate? Okay. Okay. Uh, the plate we ate lunch on. Mine came in a basket. Ah. Tell me, your plate? Yeah. That's a plate. Okay. The, uh, in, in a commercial, when they have a bowl of cereal, is that a plate or a bowl? I mean, a bowl. If they had a plate of cereal, it would be a plate. Okay. This game doesn't really work when you have to say what it is. Well, we're not on video anymore. I know. Could pull up some pictures. <laughs> uh, a frisbee. Is that a plate or a bowl? That is a recreational device. But if you're using it for food, deep plate. Now, what if I were to pick up a plate and throw it at you? Dangerous frisbee. <laughs> Folks, play some dangerous frisbee at home and get back to us. Let us know how it went. But if you harm yourself, we're not liable. No, we're not liable. What, are, what do we look like? Is that a bowl or a plate? That big, that big wicker basket. That's neither. That's if you if you had to say. If I had to say, I'd say a bowl. Okay. It's closer to a bowl. Got the got the depth, you know. Yeah. And the uh, yeah. Right, it's nighttime. Well, I've I've Googled Journey games, and it turns out there's a very <laughs> famous video game called Journey, so that doesn't really help us. We should have bought that copy of Journey. So when we were at the bookstore in our little hiatus, we just had, we came across a copy of Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, I should have bought that and just read it for an hour. 20 best conversation games you could play right oh, now. Oh, God. Shall we play one of these? This is this is the sign of a good podcast. Well, Phil, you your energy is flagging and you seem to... Uh, this I'm, is just like when Taylor was here. You soaked in the corner, you didn't want to record. <laughs> now Ron's gone and you're sulking in the corner and you don't want to record. I'm not sulking. I'm, I'm comfortable here. You're too comfortable. That is true. You're going to fall asleep. This I is why we recorded my I should sit in the chair. Um, I should sit in, in in that chair. What is that food? Um, a uh, loaf of bread, maybe a, a flat loaf, like a pita kind of thing. Mm. You will, uh, I believe it's a piece of bread. Now that could be a frisbee. It could be a cookie. A I pancake, wonder, maybe. I wonder if Ron ate any of those. Oh, that would have been a great question. Should we pause this and wait for the next time he can come back and... Just slowly, whenever he's uh, free. Yeah. Now, we couldn't do any other episodes until we finished it this It kind of looks like a latka, like a very yeah. thin, wide latka. Yule's dancing. Yule oh. dances a lot in his films. He does. Shall we dance? Shall we dance? Well, I, I, you would have had to listen to him to hear that. That's so. true, that's true. I guess we don't know for certain that song is so, in the movie. So you're saying... Uh, there's a point in the movie where Deborah Carr walks up to Yule and says, shall we dance? And he says, let's shall. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the whole song. It's great. Beautiful number. Um, now, sometimes we uh, we offer prizes on this show. Mm-hmm. Where uh, if you give us a code word, if you're the first person to give us a code word, you yeah. win a prize. That is true. Is there anything... We could give away 
this episode. We could give away, no, not an actual one, of course, because that's already been one, but we could give an away a replica. podcaster award? A replica podcast, okay. podcaster award. So what, uh, if if you send us a message, mm-hmm. if you call in, any in, in any form, and you say, podcast please. Yeah. Great. We will send you... Well, we will give you an award. Yeah, you have to come pick it up you in New take, York City. Yeah, you have to get in New York City. Um, and we'll give you a, a, an exact replica of the same award won by legendary filmmaker Ron Howard. Which he did accept and take with him when he left. Yes, and I believe that he will wear that on his shirt the rest of the day and then put it on his trophy wall. Well, and I was honored to hear that it's it's his most cherished award. It is. It is. We, to our knowledge, he could he have, have won, won another award. He by could now, have won another award. He's very talented. Way. I could see that have happened. It's been yeah. a couple hours since he left here. We don't know what the business meeting was about. It could be. Just, might have gone over. We've got some business to take care you of. You might not even remember us anymore because award. it's old news now. No, I'm sure he does. Um, and for yeah, new listeners, this podcast releases once a month. On the tenth. On the tenth, every month. Every month, without fail. Well, with with some fails, to be honest. Oh, some some trouble in paradise. But here. next month, we're watching the sound and the fury. The sound and the fury. Which, uh, cool title. Cool title. We're gonna have some topics that mm-hmm. usually we we both bring a topic to discuss on the podcast. Yeah. This, well. Yeah. Well, this month it was kind of you know. Ron's experiences with Yule was yeah. the topic. And the, the we games. did Journey. We, had the we games. played multiple games. Yeah. We just kind of uh, flew through our topics. Um, now, The Sound of the Fury. So, we've, so we're like, how can we got to get more guests now from the films? I don't. From the films he's in? I don't know if there's any one. Well, from why that. don't we reach out to Samuel L. Jackson? Because he plays Nick Fury in the Marvel movies. Okay. I was also thinking. I know someone who was in The Sound of Music Live on NBC, so... Okay, that'd be good, sound. too. So we get both of them. We get The Sound and we and get The, the Fury. Fury. That's good. That's good. That's I will good. say, um, the leading lady of that film, still around. What's her name? Joanne... Well, she's... I'm just going to say her first and her last name. Okay. Joanne Woodward. Oh, You know her. How old is she? Is she... she is 93 years old. I feel like that name is very... She done a lot of stuff. She was married to Paul Newman. Oh. Uh, yes, she she's done a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I. She I've has won Academy that. Award. Okay, so she's eligible so to be on the show. She's eligible to be a guest. Yeah. Was it for that film? Um, I don't know. She won. No, she won for the Three Faces of Eve, mm. which is a very famous movie. I believe I've heard of that film. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Joanne. If you're listening. If you're listening, come on by. Uh, Taurus Bulba was the movie Ron was talking about. Which uh, I am excited to watch as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see that. And we'll have to listen back to what Ron was saying about it when we do. Yeah, yeah. And And Ron, if you want to call in or come back on for that episode. Or come back anytime. Let us know. Um... Oh, I think this is actually the at, scene that Alessandro was talking about. Awesome. Look at the, like, that, yeah, that, the, again, the lighting the and the lighting, color of the windows. The, the, it, like, I'm sure that's a painting. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, these sets are really, like, 
They're very bare. They're very, you know, normal place, but they're beautifully made. Yeah. Oh, uh, ooh, some dust screen. Dust or fog. Or... And I was fascinated to hear from, from Ron that it sounds like this movie did not do as well as the right. studio wished it had. Um, well, because it sounds like it was, I mean, I believe they were banking on the success of right. The King and I. I mean, it's not a musical, which maybe. Yeah. But, uh, oh, here's Yule's Gun. Shall we shoot? But uh, I think it made a budget. Uh, I think it made a profit of about a million dollars over its budget. Okay, but which, and that's not without inflation. Not without inflation. Well, right. No, it's, it's a without literal. inflation. Yeah. The inflation, I think, would be the same yeah. because you know it's still a million dollars. Well, yes, a million dollars profit is less now than it was then. No, it would have been more if it made a million dollars. Right. It, it's equal to more now. Yeah. Yeah. But they would have spent more to make it. Because they spent over two million dollars. But the profit. So oh. oh wait oh so not profit of a million dollars. It box office of a million? It box office three million. Mm-hmm. Bo- uh budget two million. So both of the numbers would be bigger. Right. Okay. Great. And that's economics, folks. <laughs> uh shout out to Doctor Act who taught me and maybe Bryce. Um, if you're still listening, why? <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yeah, the, uh, I, we're li- really living up to the first half of this episode. That was genuinely good stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first yeah. half of this episode's great. One yeah. of our best. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the Buccaneer's really great, and this one's really great. But the Buccaneer yeah. was better consistently. Sure, sure. The highs sure. of this one are the highest. Yeah, what's going on with this And I guy? wish you could say the lows are the lowest, but that's not true. Go watch our Ten Commandments episode <laughs> and listen to our Ten Commandments episodes. Oh, man. That's quite an outfit that he's got on. Looks it's warm. It's to well, They're sneaking them out of yeah. here. Flight by night. Yeah. I, I like to... Pushing out the deck, dock a little bit. Do you want to read the rest of your journey versus journey? Oh, People yeah. can play along at home, you know? Um, I thought you were done. I'm so sorry that I... That's okay. It, it, well, so there's only... Okay. Faithfully. That's Journey the Band. It is. The Great Geyser. Uh, journey the Book. It is. De Profundis. Journey the Book? Correct. Lights. Journey the Band. Midnight Hibiscus. Journey the Band? Now, this is the one that I wanted to get to, because this one's a trick question. This is a blog post on the seventh page of the blog on journeys.com, the shoe store. Iceland, but what next? <laughs> Journey the Book. Wheel in the Sky. Uh, Journey the Band. Trial by Fire. Journey the Band? Uh, yes. Shot out of a volcano at last. Journey the Book. And The Journey. Journey the Book. That is Journey the Band. Ah. Although, based on the translation of Part of the Noble, might also sometimes be the the book. What a fun game. Should we just read every award Ron Howard has won? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. Uh, Um, I was um, looking at these pieces of paper, seeing if, did we miss anything? Oh, yeah. Are there any questions that we didn't get to ask I think Ron we and asked ask him. each other instead? I think I had one. Who, uh, oh, you no, asked about his not. name. 
yeah. You got all yours. There's yeah. one I didn't ask. Uh, you know, he's it, Ron has directed some of the greatest actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. He mentioned Michael Keaton, who uh, awarded him with one of the awards he won. Diane Weist. All of them greats. Yeah. And I want to know if he saw in them what he saw in Yule. Were there any similarities? Or uh, did he ever think, uh, can't you just fucking do it like Yule would? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, we say... also do, we don't know if Ron taught, like, his children not to eat glass. Because I That's imagine true. some of his kids were on movie sets as kids. Bryce, Paige, Reed. Pay, uh, no, there's, there's a one there's more one kid. one more. Any, anyone. He, a, he didn't a, talk about them on the... Um, call in and tell us if you eat glass. Tim, if you if you want to say, uh, maybe he gave you some father-in-law advice. A Howard-in-law, yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's... I, I don't think any of the Howard children need glass. I don't think so. They seem to have their heads on their shoulders. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Clearly, you thought Ron maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. I wonder... Maybe... I wonder if you felt bad for him. was like, oh, this is a kid that would eat glass. I'm going to be very nice to him. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe. Changed his life. Stopped him from eating glass. And look at him now. Yeah. Getting the Big Apple Best Podcaster Award 2023. And you know, there, there was a lot of competition for that one. Yeah, there was. But you can get your own replica, listeners. Podcast, please. Podcast, please. Oh, horse. Um, and again, if you want to advertise on this show, yeah, reach out to us. If you we'll, want, we'll if put you, you in the first half. If, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you uh, have a podcast network and would like to pick us up, we've got a lot of a lot more exciting guests. If you have a podcast, if you have a line. podcast studio and want to let us use it for free, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, as I said, we were recording this, this one. Fairly nice. We well, we we almost had a, a podcast studio in Brooklyn that we were going to go to. We did, didn't we work did. for Ron's schedule. Yeah, yeah. But he graciously agreed to meet us here. Yeah, yeah. Here at uh, what your apartment, at your kids' satellite studio. Right. Which this is the second time we're recording the satellite studio. The yes, Brothers Kazmarov episode was also I recorded here. Remember it well. Uh oh, what'd she do? Uh, she tried to escape. Yeah, your first mistake. They caught her. Uh-huh. Yule's on a horse. Is this the first time we've seen Yule on a horse? We've seen him on an elephant, I think. That right? feels. We, def- we have seen him on an elephant. I feel like he, we must have seen him on a horse before. Right? Let's go rewatch them all. Just looking for horses. Here's. Looking at your horse. Horse in. Around the horse and horse and horse and here's a yule. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You've got a gigantic poster for Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. I do, which is exactly opposite where Ron was saying. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. There was a big light in front of it. That's true. That's true. Um, Which, again, as I, I stand by when the lights are up, it feels a lot less like an apartment. It's true, it's true. Um, yeah. I did realize uh, my 
sheet music but for Tick Tick Boom is right in the front and he oh, produced that film he did good for um, him look everything he touches turns to gold yeah including this podcast and see when he's not around <laughs> it doesn't always yeah there's a lot happening yeah sometimes I do think and from Ron's description, it sounded like this movie's pretty good. Sometimes I do think, man, I wish I could hear some of this. I wish I really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah. not the show. Yeah. I guess we, we could have asked him more about that, because he, he recently watched it, possibly for the first time. He, didn't, he only watched the first half hour, though, remember? Oh. Did I miss that? He revealed <laughs> that because we, we, he, he was not sure if they had glass. I thought he was saying he wasn't, like, fully paying attention. Maybe he wasn't yeah. paying attention after the first half okay, hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alessandra, who was helping us, did watch, watch this with sound last night. We could have, uh... <laughs> should have asked... <laughs> should I call Alessandra? I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. Um, we would never call someone during a podcast. <laughs> not unprompted. Not, yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Ugh... Oh, slam that door. There's a lot of weathered green wood in this set location, and whenever it's in the background, I keep thinking they're in, like, a terrarium. Well, now it's, now it's irrelevant. You ever, you ever have a terrarium oh, day? Oh, get pepped up. Got, you got to keep your energy, Drake. You ever have a terrarium day, Philip? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you forgot to ask one on that. If he has terrarium days? Yeah. Uh, I think he's too much of a go-getter to have a terrarium day. Sure, sure. He's wheeling and dealing. What if he wants to go get a terrarium? That's not a terrarium day. What's the definition of a terrarium day? A terrarium day is when you stay inside, and it's like you're in a terrarium, and you have everything you need in, in your little bubble. Oh, is this an established thing? This is a thing that I do at home. That, it, that you have called this before this moment? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes I go to my girlfriend and you have asked me a non-secular question. No. Oh. It's like, you know, when you're, you're, you stay home, you're in a little bubble. If you need something, you have it brought to you. That's cute. Yeah, you, you have a little rest, a little terrarium. Yeah, you're, you're self-sufficient. Yeah. 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 You think you, you will have terrarium days? I hope so. He had a busy schedule, too. He was... If he yeah. wasn't filming a movie, he was in The King and I. In The King and I, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's any movies he filmed, like, during the day while they were doing King and I at night. There Probably, must be. right? Yeah. He did that show. He did it so much. Diana no Ashmore. Oh, there's Is some text. The... Well, and, and when Did Ron... I, that's a different language. When Ron was describing the plot of the movie, that there was a checkpoint and there these people mm-hmm. trying to get papers to get out... It actually reminded me of Casablanca, which is what the name of this podcast is inspired by. True, which... but is irrelevant to it otherwise. <laughs> well, no, but there's this yeah. connection to now the journey. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. Yeah. What year was Casablanca? Oh, I want to say like 58. It's around here, I think. Okay. No, wait, that can't be right. It was made, it was filmed during World War II, because it's set during World War II. So oh, the 30s. Okay. 40s. 40s. Okay. I know history. Yeah. Um, and Roman numerals. I, I think you're right about L. <laughs> the thing about the Roman numerals still. Yeah. 
Romano numerals. Romano Those numerals. are numbers you I'm going to make up. my own numbers. You should make your own numbers. Yeah. Have I ever made my own numbers? People call in and let us know about the numbers you've created. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people... Well, like, also, or... here's something. Mm-hmm. The next movie we're going to watch is The Sound of the Fury. We play all of the calls we receive on the next episode. So if you have anything to say about The Sound of the Fury or the concept of sound... And we don't screen them first. We do not screen them. <laughs> or the concept of fury... Yeah. Uh, please call in and share. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know... Oh, wait. You know what would be genuinely great? This is maybe a top... I'll save this maybe for the episode. I think it would be great if... I'll, I'll talk to you off, off mic. Oh. I have an idea for the next episode. Don't whisper to me? No. <laughs> but it is actually a very fun idea, so tune Listen in. that, folks. We the may not have an Academy Award next time. Next episode, next time but we'll have a fun we idea. We might have an Academy Award we might. next time. I think, now that we've established one, next time we need to have two Academy Award winners. Oh, a panel discussion. Or one person with two Academy Awards. Uh, I believe Ron has two Academy Awards. Oh, then we gotta go with Peninsula. He might have more. He's got at least two. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because I know he has one for A Beautiful Mind. Um, Oh, well, I guess that's maybe the one for directing, I'm thinking. Oh, directing and best picture, maybe? Could be. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Who is is this? Why do I have this? Wait, what? What's going on, Phil? Oh, I must have accidentally clicked it. There was a Google search open on my phone for... A person I did not search for. Um, Ron maybe. has two Academy Awards for Beautiful Mind. Best Picture and Best Director. Got it. Alright, so next time, you gotta double it. We need someone with four Academy Awards or... Well, here's my suggestion. Some, yeah. We get the full cast of A Beautiful Mind because... Was, they canceled? Who's Who canceled? Who's cast? Russell Crowe, Ed Harris. Ed oh. Harris, who's also Harris. in Westworld in the role that oh. Yoon does. Jennifer Connelly, Paul Bettany, Adam Goldberg, Judd Hirsch, Josh Lucas, Anthony oh. Rapp, and Christopher Plummer. Okay. Okay. That's, and that's fine. Yeah, those are all good people. Oh, to man. To my knowledge. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's great. We'll get the cast of a beautiful mind. Listen to other episodes of the podcast to find out why that is incredibly entertaining yeah. today. Have, that's been talked about? We've talked podcast? about it. Okay. We've talked about it. Uh, great. Probably listen to oh, the King and I episode for that one. Classic you alive there. Yeah. You often wears mysterious coats and hats. Contract. At least he doesn't have hair in this one again, thank God. Yeah, you with hair is unnatural, I feel. Yeah, this guy's eating a sandwich and some rye, looks like. Mm-hmm. It does, for a movie called The Journey, a oh, lot of this is set in the same building. In, yeah. It's an it's a an emotional journey. It looks like you could do a play of this. I think here's my pitch. Mm-hmm. We mount this as a play. We have Ron reprise his role. We get him a Tony. Then he's Egot. He's Egot. Ron, if you want a, you want an Egot, <laughs> reach out to us. Ron, when's the last time you played a child? Probably when you were a child. No, no, leave space for him to answer. Oh yeah, sorry. Right. There we go. So, <laughs> if this is your chance to do it again. Yeah. With all the experience that you bring to it now. Yeah. Um, Were you a child ever, Phil? I believe I was. Okay. For how long? Um, 
ongoing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Took you a while to think on that one. (laughs) I mean, one of the questions you were most excited to ask Ron was about a marble machine, uh, which he fully ignored. (laughs) Not fully. I I was going to follow it up with, like, what what do you... what are your favorite thing about Jacob Burns? And in it sounds like I I would love to actually visit that place. It sounds very cool. Yeah, they do cool stuff all Gotta the time. Gotta head upstate and check that out. Yeah. Well, uh, Jacob Burns, if you want to sponsor this podcast, or if you want to, Jacob come Burns, on. if you want to send us each a baseball cap, I will mention you in every episode going forward. Yeah. I will say that. I we will plug it as a great yeah. thing to donate to if yeah. you send us two hats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and anytime we do a video interview from now on, at well, least yeah, one of, of us will wear the hat. I kind of think we should do that anyway, just in honor of Ron, our first video guest. But what if they don't send one that, uh, send us a hat? We can't wear it then. It's true. Part of our promise for this show was that we would never spend a dollar. Yeah, it's true. Um, this guy looks familiar. I like someone... Oh, uh, yes, I believe he's been in the film for a No, while. okay. Well, <laughs> that's true. Like, he looks like some modern actor. Mm. <sighs> You'll be lurking. I think a thing that I think about a lot is that Monster in the past, thing. movie stars could be handsome in a way that looked kind of real. Mm-hmm. And now you don't really get that. Hmm. Sure. This looks like a very intensely dramatic scene. I bet it's a big moment in this character's arc. This is the guy who's trying to escape, right? I guess they caught him. Uh, Whoopsie. We've got uh, 22 minutes. It's the final 22. Sing the song. It's finally that point. You know what to do. We're almost done. It's the final 22. Boom. Boom, 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 Final 22! Boom, 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 boom. Boom. And right, this is actually boom, called the boom. Final 22. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped over the agenda yeah. there. Uh, this is a segment called the Final 22, where we're in the final 22 minutes of the movie. Yeah, you know, length of a... Sitcom, sitcom episode. episode. And Ron would know... Well, I don't know if any sitcom episodes Ron had been in would have only been 22 minutes, because they used to be 25 Right, right, right. Well, um, when he's in it, because he narrates that show, but he oh, only but physically saying, appears when it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, we can't talk about that. No. Um, oh, oh. That's not a good look from your doctor who just pulled something out of you. Well, was it his doctor or were they torturing him? Oh, I thought they were, I thought he like, I thought they were kicking out a bullet or something. But did they put that bullet in? I would imagine they're taking it out. Well, it's the only kind if you put a bullet in someone yeah, to take it kind. out. Yeah, be kind. Rewind your bullets. <laughs> oh, this is a thing we could talk about. In the very first episode, which mm-hmm. if you go back and listen to it, you'll hear it. That's how going back <laughs> works. Oh, Ron's um, back. Ron! I, I, the, the outfits that they have... Are great. I think didn't he right. mention that in the book? I think yes, in his book he talks about how he looked very cool. Yeah. He's he's got a little uh, bathrobe on. He's clutching his mom. Mm-hmm. Ron and Flip. Ron and Flip. 
He, I mean, look, he's not being distracted by the lights. No, he's, he's a professional. Mics. He is doing a great job, genuinely. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a... I mean, yeah, there's a reason he's had such a successful career, He's had a 66 career, year career, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, good casting of the brothers. Yeah, here. Flip should come on the show and talk about this. Yeah. I, I don't know how we'd get in contact with him. Well, we'll put out the siren, the siren song, the call. We'll have Lou look into it. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you, if, um, I would love to talk to someone who is an extra in a Yule film as well. But yeah. we needed to be verifiable that you were in the film. Yeah, which is, can be tricky. Can be tricky. Uh, so, um... I'd also be interested in talking to someone who's an extra in one of Ron's early films when he wanted more extras. Ah. And, uh... If you were an extra in Grand Theft Auto, yeah. reach out to us. Or any of your Runner films. Well, is this now... This is how we can expand the world of our show. Mm-hmm. If, if you're in any way connected to Yul Brenner. We want to talk to you. Yeah, always. If you're in any way connected to Ron Howard, we want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And then after you come on the show, anyone who's connected to you, we'll talk to. It, it's it's go. it's like a, a a community. Yeah, it's like a beautiful web of you. Community. No, or we good. we can um keep, we'll keep track of everyone we talk to, mm-hmm. and that'll be our you log. Oh, I like that. Have you thought about that? We are now. Two degrees from Yule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's because we worked with Ron today. Yeah, and Ron and Ron worked with Yule. There's yeah. no way we cannot appear with Yule. Yeah. So, unless are there any unreleased Yule? Are there any unreleased Yule Brenner films that we could complete? Oh, because then you'd be in the same film. Work with Yule. Uh, or we could use a you know. We can, Archival footage, yeah. or the way they got holograms now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the move oh, over Abba Voyage. The horse is dead. It's time for... Phil, Yule. now, does this bring back... Well, we can't talk about... Well, you... Uh, yeah. We can't talk about no. that, in our mind. Um, for, well, for several reasons, I'd say. Oh, okay. Um, uh, by the way, you threw <laughs> his gun at them. <laughs> That's a power move. This uh, horse is a good actor. Or uh, they killed the horse. Yeah, that seems uh, that seems iffy. Although I don't know, that horse kind of looked fake. So I'm gonna hope it was. I hope so too. Oh, Back but look to at Debs. her reaction. Deb. Debs. Debs. I mean, if we were calling Ronnie Howard Ron, surely we'd call Deborah Debs. Yeah. Oh, we should have asked if anyone ever called him Ronald. Ronald? Sounds like no. Sounds like I don't think so. Say Ronnie and Ronnie. everyone else says Ron. He said his wife still calls him Ronnie. Yeah. And Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Come by. <laughs> I think Henry would be fun to talk to. I do too. I, I, I bet Henry's got... I don't, Henry's never worked with Yule, but he seems to be a, a passionate about films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to have him on for a conversation just about... About the movies. Yeah. Don't you Please. don't need to plug anything. Don't need to get into your career. No. Just hang out. Talk about some movies. Talk a bit about how he likes to fish. Yeah, we could talk. 
We should go fishing with Henry Winkler. Yeah. Henry Winkler, invite us along to your fishing Invite us fishing. We'll record on the boat. Yeah. I can't wait for Ron to listen back to this and immediately hear that the rest of the podcast is us begging other people to also come on. I mean, we've done fine so far. Yeah. Oh, you just love throwing things here. Oh, a mysterious door. And you did recently have someone ask when they could be on the podcast. On uh, this weekend. Didn't that happen? I did. Didn't a writer friend of ours ask when she could be on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. But more like, yeah. It was insinuated that she should have been on already. But I think that's not on us. I invited her. Yeah. Um, so now, anytime after she wins an Academy Award. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bowl. That's a plate. <laughs> now, this is a metal bowl. Looks like it would be a great thing to eat like popcorn. Looks like a dog in. bowl. I guess there's soup oh. in it or something. A dog bowl? I mean, yeah, I can see that too. The shape of But like have the... you ever, there's, um, that movie theater chain, the Alamo Draft House. Have you ever I'm been there? Familiar with it, yes. We've been there together? Probably. Uh, have we? Or maybe not. I don't know. Last time I was there... Was to see, uh, it was right before the pandemic, mm. to see something hosted by that same writer, a friend of oh. ours, of a bad musical movie. Too bad we can't shit talk that movie musical. I can't well, shit talk some that musicals. Be promoting? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it would be promoting or not, but I could talk yeah. about the Broadway musical and how that's garbage. You see that on Broadway? No, but I've watched the recording of it. So is that oh, not a true, movie? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Unrelated question. You like dogs or cats more? Well, I, I do like cats more. All right. But that is not and, indicative um, of my taste in musical I've heard the unrelated question. Theater. Unrelated okay. question. Unrelated. Unrelated. Yeah. But you know, I like both. I've owned both. I've yeah. been friends with both. I've been friends with ducks. Have you, I was going to say, have you owned any other pets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ducks. Uh, my brother had a gecko. Hmm. A jumping lizard. Oh. Or I think I maybe, maybe it was just another lizard. His name was Jumpy. That's what I'm oh. The gecko was named Gary. Uh, had a duck named Quack Quack. Mm-hmm. I think that's the extent. We 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 took care of a, a gerbil or a guinea pig once. Okay. Have I ever told you the story about my great aunt Mary and the guinea pig? You have. You want to put it on the pod? <laughs> No, I don't need my great aunt Mary to be canceled. All right, um, she's dead. She's canceled by God. Yeah. R.I.P. Mary. R.I.P. Mary. A lot of uh, very loose antics with guns. Maybe the same gun here. Phil, would you consider yourself a loose cannon? That's kind of like a big gun. Bringing out the big guns. When they say that, they mean you? They think, yeah, they mean bring out the loose cannons. Yeah. Um. No. Okay. Unless you light my fuse. Oh! Ever tell you you lived next to someone who had a cannon in his backyard for a while? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah. A, a working cannon? Yeah. It would fire it off at like 
backyard party. What did you live in the on the street for Mary Poppins? Uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, this uh, is in Long Island. Um, oh. Downstate. You lived on Long Island? For a year and a half. When was this? In kindergarten and half of first grade. Huh. I thought you lived in the city for kindergarten. Uh, for oh. preschool. So you never went to school in New York City? Went to preschool. Preschool. Yeah. Well, that's before school now, isn't it? That's a good point. By its very definition, it's <laughs> not school. Yeah, I got that fair. If I went to post school in New York, that doesn't mean much either, does it? All right, no. Um, but yeah, but we went back a few years ago. This is our oh, more broken glass. He's he's breaking it some more. Um, don't think they eat this one though. Take a bite. Take, Take a bite. bite. Take, Take a, a bite. bite. Oh, they're ashamed of him for not taking a bite. Uh, I would leave too. Yeah, we know you can do it. We know you can do it. You're. Is he gonna survive this movie? I don't know. Did um, he? He spoiler for the King and I. He died in the King and I. Yeah. That was the twist. So far, that's the only movie he's died in. I think. Sure. Not a big dyer on screen. Maybe it's. <laughs> maybe that's in Deborah Carr's contract. If she's, she's like, doing a movie, you all gotta go. Um, Do you know what I found out while mm. researching this movie? There were apparently heated rumors at the time, like tabloid style, that these two were having I an affair. Did see this, yes. And she uh, put the kibosh on it by getting married, I believe, while they were filming this movie or shortly after. Listen, if I've learned anything from the children's cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Uh, would you care to elaborate? No, I had a grande. Oh, well, that has nothing to do with the children's cartoon, SpongeBob SquarePants. That has everything to do with the garbage Broadway musical, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm putting out a hit list. These these are well, not hit list. Opposite. (laughs) These movies. uh, These not. Sorry. Uh, These musicals suck. Number one. Oh my god. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh my god. I I'm not. I'm not on board with this. I'm not on board with all of this list. Number three. Yes. Kimberly Akimbo. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think it's bad, but Nathan not. Lane's gonna come murder you. Nathan Lane owes me a new pair of Doc Martens. He's not in that show. No, but we've established he's the mayor of Broadway. Oh, and everyone who okay. listens knows all well, our inside okay. jokes. Okay, so we went to a show called Gary together. We were Great in the front show. of a garden so show. Fun. It was a retelling of uh, Titus Andronicus, right? Or a sequel to Titus Andronicus. Yeah, 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 sure. And there's a point where he spits stage blood onto the audience. They gave us ponchos because we were in the splash zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what a fun time! He got blood, which was mostly sugar. I imagine. Just like Just like Yule's Glass. All over my Doc Martens, which cost hundreds of dollars. Now, I don't have... Oh, Yule's got a great smile. That's a new face from Yule, I think. Uh, Yule would have been a good uh, Lex Luthor. Got the hair for it. Got the hair for it. Um, These these cost a lot of money. I'm not ruling in it. We need a sponsor now. Maybe I can get some later. But Doc Martens, if you want to sponsor us, yeah. just send Drake a pair of new shoes. Nathan Lane, if you want to sponsor us, not acceptable unless you... Send Drake yeah, a pair of new shoes. shoes. Blood all over them, ruined, stained. I did everything to try to get them out, couldn't do it. 
Jason fired a class action lawsuit against Gary on Broadway. I should have. That's a great show. Very it was funny. So bad. Uh. There are shows I like. We'll listen to the King and I episode for more on that. I mean, we could get back to the list of musical theater if you want. We could. We, we, we don't have time to get many in here. Yeah, we, we can't go... I think we just... If that bonus episode never released, it's just a, a mis- Oh, you're well, saying... Well, no, they have email for that. So if you, need, if you want to know about the show... Well, we, I don't remember where we left off is the thing. Um, I... If you I know where we left off in the King and I episode. Oh, wait, you know what? It, it was like... It was, it was right after... The, it was Sincerely Oscar. Oh, yeah. We said, oh, they're kissing. Hachi, Machi, which they didn't kiss in the can I, right? Don't they? I don't... I don't know. think so. Hmm. I don't remember. I mean, we watched that almost a year ago. Yeah, but I, I'm, think, I'm also thinking of, like, I saw the show... This has the feeling of a, a last yeah. goodbye... It does, Between and the movie is almost over. The movie's almost over, and I think this might have been the last time these two worked together. Hmm. Is that true? So. Let me see. Oh, if only we could Google this. Oh, who's this? Oh, hey, hey, little buddy, who are you? Ah, oh, it's me, Googly the Googler! Oh, hey. Well, well you're gonna help us out? Yeah! You want me to Google that for you? Oh, yeah, sure. Let me pull it up. Okay, Google. H-O-W space M-A-N-Y space M-O-V-I-E-S space W-E-R-E space Y-U-L space B-R-Y-N-N-E-R space A-N-D space D-E-B-O-R-A-H Space. Hey, Googly, how many losers did we... I think I missed bro. How many listeners did we just lose now? I don't know. Are you guys recording something or something like that? No. K-E-R-R space. I-N space. T-O-G-E-T-H-E-R. Enter! Ah, uh, two films, it says here. Great. Pinterest.com is the top result. Oh, great. It says they started in two films together. The King I... 1956, The Journey, 1958, but they were lifelong friends. Sorry, what year was The Journey? It says 1958. Oh, God. But I think it was 1959. Everything else says 1958. Who are these footsteps I hear coming? I gotta go. I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that. Oh, that's nobody. We can... Thank you, Googly. Googly's such a great guy. He he searches stuff. And anyone else who searched stuff would have to actually do it and do it out loud. And uh, there's only Googly for that because this show is sponsored by Google. Yeah, they reached out in the interim. No, that's it. That's all. We can't have three guests on the show. There's only four minutes left. it's me. Whoa, who are you? It's me, Jeeves. Oh, Jeeves, I have something to ask you. Oh, wait, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, so are you just hanging out? Uh, yep. But here, you can ask my brother, ask. Wait. Hey, it's me, ask. Oh, wait. Jeeves I, doesn't search anymore. You seem very shady. Yeah, what do you want to know? Uh, what? Oh, oh, boy. How many can, films are together? How no, many? I don't want to know that. I want to know if Jeeves can stay and you can go. Can you t- Jeeves. 
Ask. Jeev. 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 Are you friends uh, with anyone named Ye Receive? What? Ask. Uh, I don't get humor. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's canon. <laughs> Ask <laughs> and ye shall receive. Yeah. I should have said shall receive. Sorry. Uh, I got it, right? Thank you, Jeeves. Thank you. All that's right, why I'm you're... sending them away. Both of them? Yeah. No, can Jeeves stay? Okay. Thank you, Jeeves. Jeeves, what's your favorite Yule movie? Uh, Did you work with Yule ever? Uh, yep. On what? Everything. Wait, you're in every movie you Brenner's been in? I was there, maybe not on screen, but I was there Wait, on set. were you his butler? I was. Wow. That's Jeeves. The one asking Jeeves was you Brenner. Wow, he was the first one to ask Jeeves. The first one to ask Jeeves. And then, so I guess you worked with him his, his entire life. His entire life? And then was it tough and when I he still passed. talk to him on some days in the uh, afterlife. Are, do you have a uh, a conduit to the afterlife? No, yes. What is this? I speak to dead people, but only only you will actually. Oh, but you could speak to any of them. Yeah, but I don't want to. And you will talk back. I'm loyal. I'm loyal. Of course, of course, I would. Yeah. Never. yeah. And you will talk back. Oh yeah. Can Can you ask him some questions? Of for course, us? of course. That, that's the real. That's That's why they got rid of my website. It was, uh, too, it was too, too many people too asking you to be a, powerful. a go-between. Yeah. Between you and... If you ask Jeeves, you're asking the spirits. Well, Jeeves, we're almost out of time for this episode. Will you come back next month? Oh, of course. And I do have seven Academy Awards. <laughs> oh, you do? I do. For butlery? For... Outstanding butlery in a motion picture? Outstanding butlery. One... Did one, you work with Ron on... One for visual effects. A Beautiful but Mind? that was a, a side job. Uh, I was a beautiful mind. It was, oh, it's about you. Uh, in a way. In a way. In a way. Because Ron, you know, Ron never got to work with Ewell again. Yeah. But he was wanted to, so I was the closest... So uh, I would be there on set to be that conduit to Yule. I don't know why he didn't bring this I can't up. believe he did it. Maybe he didn't want to um, blow up your spot. Yeah. He seems like a good he friend. He never worked with Yule again when he was alive. Right. For the but rest of his life. when he's been dead, he's worked But he's worked with him several times. I, I, Yule's oh. there for all his films. Oh. Yeah. So Yule's in Star Wars. I uh, mean, a, a space movie. A space movie. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Um, oh, did he just get shot? I mean, uh, I know what happened. You, you've of seen the film. Well, you were on set, right? Yeah. And it does. Look, uh, oh, Jeeves, did you bring out the glasses that Ron and Yule. Yeah, and I wanted Ron to eat that glass. <laughs> well. I love making children eat glass. No. What? Well, Jeeves, do you think babies should have rights? <sighs> Depends on the baby. Oh, no, Jeeves. Jeeves, all right. We're wrapping up here, Jeeves. You gotta go. Really? Bye, Jeeves. Get, yeah, bye, Jeeves. If, it's the end of the podcast. Oh, it's the end of the movie. What did I miss? I went to the bathroom. Oh, uh, dude, Jeeves is anti-baby. Oh, my well, God. Them, he, he's not a friend of the podcast. You say bye, Jeeves? Yeah, he did. Ah, oh, great joke. Uh, all right. And that's it. We're done with the movie. Are there credits here that all the movie uh, getting credits? Here's the 42 credits. seconds. Uh, Billy Ronnie Ron Howard. Ron there it is. Yeah. Ron, thank you so much for Flip coming to the show. Oh, Flip was named after himself. How come oh, he didn't play fun. Ronnie Rhinelander? Well, I or do you think Flip took the nickname Flip from this movie? Oh, maybe. Um, I mean, still seems like his name is Philip. Uh, maybe seems... it's just a coincidence. I know Nathan Lane did that, you know, from 
his name wasn't Nathan? His name was not Nathan. He took that from Guys and Dolls. That is a true fact. Huh. Yeah, Nathan Detroit. What's his first name? I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for listening. Ron, thanks for coming on the show. Yes. Uh, hope to hear from you soon. And folks, call in. Let us know what you thought. This has been another exciting episode of Here's, Here's Looking, Looking at, at You, Kid. kid.